Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hold up. Can we just smoke up time? So Welcome to Wake and Bake Waiver Wire Tuesday. Hey, bro, is you from Russia? <laughs> I mean, I'm Russian like I'm a Russian. That's for okay, sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not my best work. Oh, man, I remember. Um, yeah, I, I think it was Saved by the Bell where they had the Russian uh, chess player yeah, there. Yeah, he was yeah. like, come on, we know you're in a hurry. That's why we're rushing you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. I love how, like, Russians got, like, the illest stereotypes. It's kind of like black people. Like, you, you stereotype them. They have big schlongs, right? It's kind of cool, right? Russians, I mean, they're, like, ultra geniuses, when, especially when it comes to chess. And ultra, you know, just... Uh, Espionage. Yeah, I mean, no, nothing good. What if I was a spy? Until... Masquerading well, as a fantasy analyst. I know, because like everyone just remembers Boris and Natasha, you know, and until 9-11, like shit, it was only the Russians who were the bad guys in movies. Mm-hmm. Changed and uh, I mean, those I mean I guess, movies, you know, right? after the first attempted bombing of the of the um the World Trade Center, you know, they tried to put a bomb in a truck in one of them uh the box trucks. Yeah. And uh, I think it went Ooh, off, but silly it did, white boy joining up as a YouTube member. What up, Dev? What up? Ain't nothing silly about that, huh, Dev? Hold on. I hope you guys saw it because now we officially got the October raffle going down. So if you looked in the chat, join up as a YouTube member so you get entries into that Joe Mixon signed jersey. Raffle's going down on Halloween. So you got a month. His name is Sir Joe Mixalot. He likes touchdowns and he cannot lie. Hold on, hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot we got that. <laughs> you get sprung. And Nigel gifting the 420 crew membership. Now, one thing that I'm doing this month that is different from last month. If you gift a 420 crew membership on YouTube, you get double the points. 
from actually signing up. So we want people to sign up, but I want to encourage the gifting as well. So every time you gift a YouTube membership, you get 10 entries instead of five. Uh, we're uh, really well. It's, it's always Christmas around here, man. Man, we got to get the 420 crew extra lit because watch. Uh, I mean, one thing that I've been thinking about too, the last hour before all these watch parties and stuff, when the Q and A's are going down, like that's going to be member only time. I like it. Yeah, because we got way too many people who want the answers all day. And, uh, you know, 420 crew members should be the one to lag, sleep in a little bit, and be able to get your question answered within the last hour. There you go. And uh, Antonio like says, does YouTube do nearly the subscription like Patreon? So if you're a member on YouTube or a member on Patreon, you get the exact same, like, entries. It's one one entry for every dollar of the membership. But if you gift them hoes, you get 10. Exactly. So you want to be a member and you want to be gifting those hoes is what you want to do. Um, shout out to my birthday twin too, man. Top of the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's get it. And uh, yeah, I'm just getting this down right here, Nigel, so I don't forget. Nigel, what is this? Like the middle of the day over there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he been he been out there getting it. We I just barely woke up, dropped the brown kids off at the school. I mean, the toilet. <laughs> and uh, and Dawn, yeah. So Dawn always up in here in the chat. She was the one who got uh, the uh, the YouTube membership gifted by Nigel. Hell yeah, she is the Dawn. There we go. And yeah, uh, she running she running the thing. Oh, and Antonio said was asking if I could sign up for a yearly membership instead of monthly. YouTube doesn't roll that way. Um, I, I wish they gave the option for that, but as of now, they don't. But I know they're changing shit because they didn't used to give the option to gift memberships. That's like brand new. That has to be like, you know, they're 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 seeing them twitch. I, I can see them keeping it only monthly and not doing the yearly because then that would entail you would have to give them some type of discount and they like taking half of everything. So you know what I mean? It's, it's it's probably better for them. It's probably better for their for their bottom line. Probably. As they would say. <laughs> and real deal, real deal prime time said if I was on acid, I'd be watching your hat for hours. Dude, so trippy, right? <laughs> you can hear, hey, hey, whenever I'm out here shrooming, I'll be like, yo, what's going on with his head, man? <laughs> his head's going wild up there. Pause. Yeah, and uh, someone asked, uh, they said, wait, it's Bogey's birthday, and Antonio, um, he said, no, it's uh, November 30th, but Austin said that his birthday is tomorrow. Shout out. Hey, hey. well, in all in Australia, it's already his birthday. Hey, happy birthday, Austin. Hey, give him a, give him an Austin drop. Give him a Stone Cold drop. Yeah, I mean. Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Yeah. Said so. Okay, now we we always revert back to some '90s shit. Growing up as a wee tyke, when it was your boy's birthday, you beat his ass. You got one lick for every year. All of us will whoop his ass. That's what's so funny. Like, where did these all start? Like, it's your birthday. Now you're about to get your ass. Now about to fuck you up. And you know what I'm saying? You know, when you're like 15, 
you know what I'm saying? You know, well, at least for us, we was already drinking 40s. You know what I mean? Shout out to 211 Steel Reserve, you know, high gravity uh, lager, by the way. I don't remember anyone punching me in high school. Like, I mean, we're already See, but I, weed. It never happened to me because. I want to be in on the weed session. Not I was about to say that. Out. I was the weed guy. So it's like. You know what I mean? You ain't smoking none of my birthday. We try to put your hands on me, but if it was somebody, but see, that's the thing though. We'll whoop your ass, get you hella high and drunk. You know what I mean? Or if you want to go the other route, yeah, sometimes they'd like, be like, let me get drunk first. And they want to fight too. That sounds like, like let's go. They want to take on everybody. I'm like, oh, okay. That sounds you know like they confused right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, go out, you bust your ass, get you drunk. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll whoop your ass. It's fucked and, up. And then Happy birthday. Song said, I just looked and it says I'm an awesome supporter on Patreon. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, if you can, if you see anything that's happening on Patreon or you can leave messages, you know, comments on the Patreon stuff, yeah, that means you're a Patreon member. Everybody needs to do me a favor and download the Patreon app so you guys can actually, you know, um, interact with the posts that happen there because I post a lot there. I don't even know if anybody sees them half the time because I don't get no likes on it. Sometimes there's comments, but you know, we got to make sure that you guys are lit. That's the first source of like, you got what you got to do is start leaving some little bread, some little like breadcrumbs to the, you know, like a little trail of things like, you know what I mean? Like, um, the, like the word of the day or something, then you can revert <laughs> back to it. You know what I mean? Ooh, I All your that. Patreon members, uh, first one to give me the word of the day or something. You know what I mean? Cause then I give up, they don't make them put that on their schedule. You might got to look at that message board. You know what I mean? It might be some useful tidbits. Oh yeah. We do want, I mean, if you're paying for it, right. For Utilize sure. every aspect of it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and one more thing before we get into these waiver wires. I know you guys heard me talking about the Hustler rings. There, I got I got the first style officially in. I got the, uh, the vendor locked in. Now is the time. I'm going to be buying a whole bunch of inventory this month. If you guys want to get ahead of the curve, you know that you want to get a ring for your league. I'm cutting crazy discounts for people who want to get on on it right now before I order, you know, all the all the shit. So hit me up if you want to pre-order, get that ring going for your league. And uh, trust me, the discount. Is, uh, do they got it with the zirconiums and shit? It's the cubics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at this shit. <laughs> Hold on, Does hold on. Let me get it. Uh, let me get it hella close here. The Lombardi trophy right there. You see it? Yeah. Got the cubic right on the top part. I like the it. Trophy. And then hey, hey, know, hey. literally oh. all around it, too. I mean, you can't. I mean, the light. They're going to let us do some color rings? Well, I mean, it, it's it's silver and gold is what it is. You know, oh, okay. I mean, uh, you got the gold right there. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to figure out custom shit, you know, along the way. Right now, I'm just trying to lock in. Want me a red joint, B. Yeah, there we go. And uh, yeah, Nick said, uh, yeah, hell yeah, I jumped on that offer. Good looking, Huss. My league is going to love it. Yeah, Nick, he's not even telling his league about it. He's just getting them. Whoever wins is just going to well, get Well, he might them. not have to tell him. It might be his. You know what I'm talking well, about, Nick? That let's go get that. Gift. Let's go get that chip. That might be the gift. Kiss the ring, motherfuckers. Kiss the yeah. ring. Yeah. Guess what I got myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta think. You gotta visualize the championship. There you know? go. And M Doggy hop on the mothership to the ship. I like it. M Doggy said I'm gonna need two rings, and I'm throwing my uh, I'm gonna throw my Facebook link in there. That's that's like one of the better places that you could just message me real quick, and I'll see it. Yeah, hit me up. Um, I'm building the website right now. <laughs> so literally, it's all paying cash app and everything kind of to start. But within the month, I'm going to have the hustlerrings.com. It's going to be fully up and functional. Hustlerrings.com. Oh, yeah. 
and uh, I can't wait. This is going to be dope. So uh, I'm the plug on your championship rings now. And giving you the information to get those championship rings. All right. Yeah, time out. I think we got to start with running backs today for these waiver wires. Let me get a... Let me pop this one up. I got the first one. Hold on, hold on. Because I just want to make sure everybody knows his correct name and how to pronounce it. All right. Let's rock. Let's rock with the running backs. Let's start there. And uh, Bogey, you got the first one. The first guy I'd make priority, and uh, the the proper enunciation of his name is Tyler Algier Albubu. Yeah. My man, Tyler Algier Albubu. You know what I'm saying? He already put up a hundo on the ground, only playing a half. You know what I'm saying? Because we all know the corduroy to pimp. You know what I mean? Pimp on. He's on the IR. You know what I mean? Um, He's getting some type of procedure done. The IR is a minimum of four weeks. This, You know, this kid, Tyler Algier Albubu, you know what I'm saying? He was one of my dark horse uh, guys on our our, uh, dynasty rankings for running backs. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, he was just one of those guys you would kind of have to monitor in redraft. But, you know, definitely had him on our radar in Dynasty. And it's because of the system he's in. Uh, you know, Arthur Smith, he's had guys like Derrick Henry. This guy's a big bruiser. You know what I mean? He he, he got he has the, uh, what do they call it, uh, top end speed when you get going. He, you know what I'm yeah. saying? He, he's mad explosive. But once he gets in the open field, he, he's gone, bro. And, like, I mean, 11 carries. For 104 or 106, whichever it was. And then he caught one of two targets. So, you know what I'm saying? We, we like that. At least he got he got utilized there. He got taken out on the goal line. And uh, uh, Huntley or, or Huntley, the, the, another rookie back, you know, he got in there, Snick, vulture the touchdown, whatnot. But this is the guy I would, I would grab. I, I don't like his immediate matchup this week against Tampa Bay. And how about but, um, after that against San Francisco, like two weeks? Yeah, ago. it's not great for his next two weeks. But I mean, say like, okay, say you have a Javante go down. I, I'm okay with having a guy who's a fringe flex like a Tyler Algier Albubu because, right. goddamn it, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable with a Mike Boone or a fucking Lat Murray or anything well, like that. Guys that are probably going to be on this list as well. But yeah, that's my Albubu take. Well, and that's what I was going to say too. Like the guys like Mike Boone. Um, who do you, who the hell did you just say Latavius Murray? Latin Murray yeah. You know, like I mean, that's kind of like the low hanging, like bruised fruit that I don't even want to fuck with. You know, like I mean, if you if there's like nobody there, like yeah, sure, throw in a claim. But that's someone who, I mean, shit, you're get him on your team. He's gonna sit on your bench. You ain't starting him. I feel like if you're gonna burn a waiver wire claim, especially right now, it's got to be someone that's a fringe flex. Player. You're gonna burn it on the buddy, Tyler Alexander Albubu. I'd burn it. I'd burn it on Algier. You know who else I would burn it on? Even though they said Jonathan Taylor might come out and play this Thursday, I'm going Naheem Hines. I mean, 62% rostered. So, I mean, you know, kind of not making the cut. He got dropped in the last couple weeks in some places. (laughs) Fuck yeah, because he's only getting receptions. He really is not getting too much on the ground. We love those receptions, but Jonathan Taylor is not going to be getting all the workload this Thursday, no matter what kind of state he's in. Even if he plays, he's getting – Let's say maybe sixty five percent of the work as the running back. Are we are we looking at all at a Hello Kitty Philip Lindsay or a motherfucking Deion Jackson? Fuck, I really don't want to. Like, man, I mean, I, I guess that's only if we would find out JT's ruled out. But like, right. 
it's so crazy because you know all this is like as legend has it going all the way back to college he ain't never even missed practice so right. when he missed practice last week it was like oh whoa and then he you know he had like mild turf toe so that's already like alarming then he gets into the motherfucking game and he has what you know most people think is a high ankle sprain but he talking about like you know he might play and obviously the results came back negative so it isn't you know, it isn't like something major, but it's still something you know, on a short week. Yeah, pretty much the next day. They said that the, the cause for concern went down like tremendously after getting the tests and all that shit, the x-rays. So, I mean, that's the, that's the best thing about it. Just like what Bogey said, though, the worst thing about it, it's on Thursday. And they don't need him going out there, being the workhorse and fucking his shit up even worse and then being done for the season. Even if you know what's scary? This sports team looks really bad. It looks fucking horrible. Yeah, and like, what? Why, why, watch this Colts team rip off another month of L's, bro. And, and he gets a little nicked up. They'd be like, you know what? IR. You know what I mean? Because I mean, they're they not in it anymore. One, two, and one. They play the Broncos, the Jags, the Titans, the Commanders, the Patriots, Raiders, Eagles. I mean, just over these next like five, six games. I mean, yeah, the Jags on paper, that was supposed to be the game. That was hella easy. And the Jags are the one that pushed their shit in 24 to zero. Zero. Uh, that was at home, but uh, for, it was at home for the Jags. But still, yeah. yeah because the, the Jags, games, like the last eight years at home, have beat them now. Nine makes eight games straight right? at home for the Jags. I thought it was eight last year and it's nine this year. Oh, okay. Word. I like your version better. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> they got that Nina, Nina Rouse thing. And I totally. Man, I, I shame on you, Bogey, for not reminding me that. I would have thrown like a thousand dollars on that game. We had nine, eight years. Right I know, now. man. <laughs> we I had mean, there's a lot going on. You know what's crazy? It's like I'm usually on point with that. So yes, it is. Yes, fuck me. It's my fault. Because <laughs> I'm usually the one that's like, hey, you know, the past seven, like, like yesterday, it was a smash for the Niners. For sure. Yeah. I mean, in just the regular season, seven games straight, regular season, Shanahan bests him. I mean, and then and then you top that with or a couple that with Stafford just been looking at ass like. Stafford might even be damn near droppable in a single QB, you know what I mean? Or at least, like, she's a streaming option right now. I mean, not everybody's the San Francisco 49ers, though, on defense. I mean, let's keep it real. Yeah, but I'm just saying, though. Like, <laughs> the, the the trend with Shanahan against McVay in the regular season, he's been he's been swept in the last, like, six or seven, you know what I mean? But, yeah, not but not in the, not in the post. Little apparently. bro can't get over that hump. That's really what it is. Little bro can't take No, I can't get over that loss. I still can't get over it. <laughs> But uh, fuck Chikowski tart, by the way. How and about fuck a, pop tarts and <laughs> fuck carrots. <laughs> fuck carrots. <laughs> um, so how about if you're deep diving even more, which I mean, shit, he's rostered in 51% of leagues. So I mean, you can't even like in some of these leagues, you can't really deep dive that far. But how about Raheem Mostert? Oh, he's, yeah. getting, like, he's getting like all the work over there. I mean, Edmund's Se getting he's averaging 70 right plus percent of the snaps out of the backfield, 70 Soon plus. Sooner or later, this shit is going to flip to where it's going to be like the all Raheem game, you know, and then he really puts himself on. I the mean, line. they've been using Edmonds as the as like the, the red zone back, which is hella weird. So they got Raheem between the 20s and like, but that's the thing is, is Radio Raheem could break a big one. You know what I mean? Um, My man, DJ Mostert, you know what I'm saying? You know who he plays this week? Uh, They play the Yets. The goddamn Jets. The goddamn Yets. And so, I mean, Baltimore... They play them in week one. I mean, Jets completely shut them down because there's no running backs, like, even playing, like, week one. They shut down Pittsburgh, but – They couldn't shut down Lamar, though, actually. Hold on. So, they did well, – But uh, Hold on, hold on. But I'm talking about running backs right now. Yeah, not, not Lamar Russian. So, I'm just talking about running back okay. points. 
against uh, the Jets. So week one, they do trash. Week four, or I mean, really good, I guess. The running backs do trash against the Jets. Week four, running backs kind of do trash against the Jets. But week three, I mean, Joe Mixon did his thing. And then week one, that was, I mean, week two, that was the big, you know, Chubb, Chubb monster game. Yep. Big old Chubb in the ass. So I, I think uh, even the Jets, like, making it seem like they're, like, bottom half of points given up to the running back. So, like, they're on the better side, you know, of half. That shit is fugazi to me. It's skewed. It is. And I think uh, Radio Raheem, if there was ever a week to pick him up and flex him because you're fucking hurting, I think it's this week. Yeah. Um, another that's, one. That's a hurt move right there. You got to be really hurt to go for Radio Raheem and flex him. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., this one, if you ask me any way you flip it, I'm going to say you got to be hurting to do that. But <laughs> he's hella owned. But if there's a chance that god-awful Mark Ingram is out there, <laughs> because I don't know what's going on with Kamara, and there is no Lat Murray now, who they actually signed for the week just to, you know, and he got in the mix in, in Lundy. You know what I mean? But we don't know what's going on with, with AK right now. Like, they're just giving us minimal information. You know what I'm saying? They, they, I don't even know if last week had to do with the rib that he had the week before or anything like that. But and, and, and they're playing the Seahawks, to, you know what I mean? So everything has to do with the ribs right now. I just really, I, he got fucked up, man. I mean, the, the Saints over there, they don't have a good track record of uh, keeping healthy ribs, you know. And uh, Mark mm-hmm. Andrew Mark- Reese by my Niners. That's, that's what I'm saying. Broke all his ribs. Thirty-one percent rostered. Uh, for uh, for Ingram, for that god-awful Mark Ingram. That piece of shit. And there's not really too many Man, better. 31%, so he actually deserves to be on this list. Yeah, for sure. No, no, he doesn't deserve anything. He's a piece of shit. So there's there's literally not too many teams that give up more booty to the running backs than the Seattle Seahawks. The only game mm-hmm. they didn't give up top 12 numbers was week one when they kind of held Javante somewhat in check. But other than that, that like, was that was Russ. Like you know what I mean? He was shook, bro. They, 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 they looked like a team that didn't know what's up. You know what I mean? But even yeah. then, what was it? Eleven receptions t- to the running back for Javante Week One. Rest in peace, Javante. Yeah, I guess we. For the, I mean, I guess everybody knows by now. Javante is dead. We, we got to open the show with that. Torn ACL sucks. Every and everyone. MCL. Everyone. Yeah, MCL. everything, dude. So MCL, PCL, ICL, whatever other CL. Mm-hmm. He in the ICU. You know what I mean? And like, here's the thing: the time of the year it happened. I mean, look at look at how long it took. Uh, uh, uh guys like 
JK. Uh, help me out here, JK. You know, JK what I'm saying? got JK. injured in the fucking beginning of training camp last year. Yeah. Took him and like a whole if it was the smooth, weeks. if it was a smooth, clean ACL tear, word. But this was everything. You know what I mean? And there's like structural damage and shit like that. So it I'm is going to be like similar to JK. Where I'm you know what even, I mean? I'm not even fucking bullshitting. What if Javante? Oh man, god damn it, Bogey! Right in the matrix. As soon as this happened, there we go. All right, now you're back. What if? This oh, am I in the matrix? You were, but now you're back. Okay. Yeah. What if this hinders Javante from ever being the Javante that we wanted to see since he came out as a rookie? I said that in one of the chats this morning. I saw somebody drop Javante because it's, you know you have to it's redraft, and I went in there. I was like, man, rest in peace, Javante. We'll have fond memories of having high hopes for you. You know what I mean? And that just sucks. Like, I mean, the knee injuries for the running backs is why running backs don't get fucking long bags because <coughs> it sucks too. <coughs> I, I'm And he's someone who I'll just be completely avoiding next year. If you got him on Dynasty, I'd say even try to move him, but you're not going to be able to get shit either way. But uh, yeah, Justice man. Hill. All right. All right, Justice Peter Javon. Yeah, even Justice Hill, clean ACL tear last year, uh, same timeline as as JK and them, and uh, you know he's reaggravated something right now, so he like he's hurt. Like it's like you know it's so really Gus bad. Edwards. They said Gus Edwards might not play till like fucking week eight, week yeah. ten. But they they did say this week. They did say this week. How about this? If you're in a deeper league and you don't get your hands on any of those motherfuckers we were just naming, right? If Gus Edwards happens to be out there and you have an IR spot, I'd pick him up. He's he's gonna get back to practicing this week. So maybe in two weeks he could be slated to come back. <coughs> Originally they said week eight. I mean we're going into week five okay, right now. That, that, yeah, let's say three weeks then, because then you know what I mean he's gonna he's getting back to practice this week. So like, and it'll be limited as fuck, and then he'll be ruled out for the next three weeks. But then you know once we we see him get that full, you know what I mean. Actually, it might be kind of annoying too, huh? Because like it's gonna be they have to activate but... him off the pup. Yeah, but here's so it's the like thing. you can't hold him in your IR. If he's if they make him questionable if he's practicing, you know what I mean? But then they'll rule him out at the end of the week. It's gonna be a headache doing that shit. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, it's still one of those things where if you're gonna if you're hurting for running back, and a lot of people are, he's gotta be ahead of the curve on this yeah. type of shit. Because once he gets back to practice, everyone's gonna know that he's back at practice and everyone's gonna be trying to get him and move him and into the other thing, too. Is I just thought of some actually, if you pick him up. And uh, he's not going to be on the active roster. He could still be getting his own little limited whatever the fuck. You could still store him in your in most IR, especially sleepers. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, he needs to be on the pup still. That's, you know. Yeah. But uh, they're probably not going to activate him off the pup until he's like a week like yeah. or two, like almost ready, like getting back up to full speed. It's got to be because they would just be burning. Because like literally like us doing that, you know, taking him out of the IR, putting him on the active roster. That's they're literally the what shit. the NFL fucking does. Yeah. Put it. They, yeah, they, so they put ain't him, gonna do that. They You're put right. them out, and then you got to bring up someone from the practice squad. They don't want to keep playing that game either. They'd rather wait until he's like really close to good to go. He's all the way. And yeah, and oh wait, and uh, Chase said, "Laugh my ass off." My girl walked into the room when he said, "Piece of shit," and she's like, "What the fuck is this show?" <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'll be right back. You can walk into the show at a lot of crazy, uh, crazy times. And uh, and not know what the hell is going on, and um, let me see. Joe Villa trade CMC. I mean, I would just hold. Uh, I would just I would just hold CMC because you're not going to get what you want. And Tino said it's crazy how fantasy football went from RB uh, 
necessary to people drafting RB zero for sure. And I mean, I really hate the zero RB like strategy. Like, I mean, zero RB truthers, they don't win too many championships. I mean, that's one thing that I know because every time I talk to a zero RB truther, I'm like, show me one of your teams that you won a championship with, with uh, going zero RB. And uh, then it's always just crickets, you know, after that. But um, I love the hero RB. And no matter what kind of RB strategy you go, you just got to be on the waivers. You got to be ahead of your league mates. I mean, that's really what it is. And uh, and Stale Park Chop said, yo, yo, shout out Sexy Rexy for showing up and showing out in the place of Kamara. Yeah, Rex Burkhead, I mean, that's someone else who you can get on. Uh, that's someone else you can get on as far as these waivers go. It is rough out here. It's hard out here for a pimp for these running backs. That's for sure. What up, Jake? He said, would you guys drop Akers for Gordon or Robinson Allen for Dubs? I'd hold Akers and I don't know. I'd, it's still super close. I probably would. Uh, I, I probably would drop Allen Robinson for Dubs. I mean, shit, Aaron Rodgers, he loves him some Dubs. And Nigel said, anyone is as excited for B-Rob as I am, league winner. I mean, he may be, but Washington looks pretty ass. And if he doesn't get any of the reception work over there, I don't think people are going to be as excited about him as uh, they should be. They think he's going to be a workhorse. He's not. There's no workhorses in the NFL. Everybody splits time. And Tino said, don't worry, DC. Uh, Tua coach said that he pulled the head muscle, and it seems minor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Tino said, I'll send you uh, one from last year. Zero RB is the way. Hey, show me yours from last year, bro. Show me. Because every time I've said that, when someone says they go zero RB on all their drafts, and it can't be you just, like, dropped your <laughs> – you went like heavy RB and then dropped a person. And uh, we don't want to have that going. Let's see. And, and someone asked about Zamir White. And the thing about Zamir White is that Josh Jacobs is just a fucking beast right now. And uh, pretty much everything is coming to fruition that I said was going to happen with Josh Jacobs. Took a couple weeks to get there but uh we there now here's the thing with josh jacobs he only i mean everybody who has josh jacobs thank me and us right now because <laughs> we shit on him so much that he turns into something great there we go <laughs> i hate that shit <coughs> hate josh jacobs. devin said uh now uh how do you feel about um about godwin going forward I feel great. The longer they let him stay out, the better he'll get. I mean, he, he was still limited, but it always looks like he's actually, here's how I feel. I feel like he's he, every time he gets hit, it's like, Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> You'd be hella scared, but I mean, they, they he's going to be a go-to guy. Yeah. He's going to be sure. a form of their run game basically. Cause every time they go short, cause their line's so bad right now. You know what I mean? I mean, look at the, uh, look at the targets that he had. Didn't he have, we had, what, he had 10 targets, seven receptions. And he's played, what did he yeah. play? 65% snaps. I, I looked at it. I forgot exactly what it was. Uh, I didn't go. I didn't go look at the, uh, okay. the snap percentage, but either way, I mean, whatever, if, if he didn't play a hundred percent of the snaps, which we know he didn't 10 targets is fucking amazing. Yeah. And uh, give the yardage. Hey, give, give me the boot, give me the boot on this side. I'm going to go. I'll jump on the mobile. Okay. These ones, right. 
And and Dennis said, my bad, homie. I meant Rashad White. Where? Where was it? Oh, when you said Zamir White. Okay, yeah, Rashad White. Someone he could definitely put in that mix. Let me see. What is he rostered? What percentage? Yeah, rostered in 27% of leagues. I mean, he finally goes out there and has his has his um, his really good game, and it's crazy. It didn't come on the back of many touches. Like that's uh, you know, it was really just the um, I mean, you had five receptions and then you had the touchdown. And Quinn said, "Chase or Waddle? Chase? Oh yeah. Let's see here. All right. Well, I think that's it for the running backs." If we missed anyone, let us know. But it is, uh, it's ugly out there for these running backs. And let me even see if we're going to go like hella, hella deep target, like extra, extra deep, like single digit rostered person. Let's see. Jarek McKinnon, 12% rostered. I guess we mentioned Mike Boone, who's only 3% rostered. But that's like the low hanging fruit for everybody right now. Like everyone is going to fucking say that. Uh, Mike Boone should be picked up, and I, I just don't see it. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, though, 12% rostered. Uh, let's see. Sony Michelle, Brandon Boldem. He gets ugly as we go down. Samaj P. Ryan. Yeah, it's just, I mean, Jordan Mason. It just gets so bad as you go far down. Craig Reynolds, if uh, DeAndre Swift doesn't play. Tyco cast. I lost because I started Jonathan Taylor over CEH. Imagine that. Bro, it is so uh it's so crazy right now how the RBs are shaping out and uh, it really is. Let's see. White Moon said uh is Edmonds worthy of dropping? Kind of. I mean, he keeps getting the red zone work like that's the thing. Um that's kind of why he's not worth dropping is because he's getting the red zone work. I mean, it's the same argument that I had for CEH in the beginning. It's it's hard not to play him and it's hard to drop him because nobody, even when he's doing good through two games, everyone's like, should I drop his ass, trade his ass, you know, all this, but he's getting the red zone work. And that's the most important touches out of anything, especially for a running back. Cause even if you get shit volume, if you're getting the red zone touches and you're in a, and you're in a, an offense that they're going to be in the red zone often, <clears throat> to the moon baby to the moon so yeah give me some other players who you got and tino said finally let's do kickers i oh, man fuck kickers and abrams i just got offered joe mixon and tyler boyd for my aaron jones do i accept i mean i probably would like tyler boyd is probably going to be um I, I mean tyler boyd's probably going to be a non-thing you know here unless you're in like a pretty deep league but i like joe mixon better than aaron jones Let's see. Freak Stomper, would you trade away Walker for Javante and Dynasty? I I don't know. I don't think so. I think I'd rather hold Walker at this point. It's crazy. Tycho Cast, I'm nervous right now. I have JT and Pity City and the Colts absolutely suck this year. I know, bro. I know. Ha, Bogart said, my man, Isaiah Pacheco. Let's see. What's Pacheco rostered? 20%, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> Still 20% rostered over there. And uh, yeah, Pacheco, 
he looks good when he actually runs. They just don't give him much. Uh, they just don't give him much run. That's really what it comes down to. And Don said zero RB, half PPR, Jackson, Jefferson, Adams. It sucks because, uh, I, I mean, I guess I'm going to go Jefferson. Because um, if Swift comes back, I mean, Justin Jackson ain't getting no work. And White Moon said, no one in my league will trade for CEH. That's what's crazy. Nobody will trade for CEH no matter how good he's doing. And, yeah, I hate it. He's a must-start. He for sure is a must-start. And Tino said, Walker is the guy this year. Be careful, definitely. White Moon said, would you drop Edmonds for Tyler Algier or Boone? So here's why I'm going to say no to either. Edmonds is getting the red zone work. Miami is a high-powered offense. It doesn't. It almost doesn't matter who they have at QB. If they're not throwing interceptions, they're going to be in the red zone. And Tino said, CEH can't put it in the red zone. I mean, he's been scoring touchdowns, bro. Like, that's the thing. Like, I mean, we can uh, – let me see how many touchdowns he has for the season. Let's see. Let's see. Where's Clyde? I've got eight touchdowns for the season. <laughs> Quinn, I already said Chase. Why are you putting in the same question again, brother? Let's not spam the chat. You got to be paying attention to the answers. And Chase said McKenzie over Gabe at this point. Don't listen to these fucking dumbasses that say it's going to be McKenzie over Gabe Davis. Like, I've heard multiple fantasy analysts saying that, and they just sound hella stupid when they're saying it. And Dennis said, I traded Zeke for Jacobs on your word, bro. He finally blew up and helped me get my 200. Boom. There we go. <coughs> Why Why does it say seven right there? And why it says he has five TDs. Why didn't he... Uh... Why does it say seven right there? One, two, three. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. Sleeper's fucking up because I look at like the main, the main spot right there and it says that he's got seven TDs. And then when I click on it, yeah, then I can see that he's got five. Super weird because... Uh... Oh, that's why I had it on projections instead of stats. That is why. But uh I mean, he only he only has 5 touchdowns. I want you guys to name who has more than 5 touchdowns in the NFL. Yeah, throw it in the chat. Because anyone who says, because uh, anyone who said who's like scoffing at five touchdowns or whatever, throw it in the chat. Who has got more than five touchdowns in the NFL right now? Antonio says Chubb. <clears throat> nope, he's got five touchdowns. Well, of course, silly white bar. We're talking running backs. <laughs> and Tino said that's uh, not the problem. He never had a lot of TDs. Well, yeah, that I mean. That was always his issue, not having TDs. And Tino said his first year he has this many TDs. Yeah, for sure. But who has more than five TDs in the NFL? Throw it in the chat. 
at the running back position. <laughs> Shit, how about at the running back position or wide receiver position? Who's got more than five touchdowns in the NFL right now? Man, and of course, Bogey gets it. And he said, Jamal Williams for the win. <laughs> there we go. And White Moon said, I've looked like an idiot these past few weeks not starting him. CEH comeback season is real. And don't worry, dude, because so many people are coming on here, like asking us about CEH and us saying not to start him, you know, over, uh, I mean, shit, over guys that he probably should have been started over. But on paper, we just feel dumb, you know, playing him over guys like that. And uh, let's see, Stale Porkchop said, I traded, and um, and uh, and Tim C, I got you on the questions on uh, on Patreon here. But uh, yeah, man, we gotta we gotta stick to the waivers. <laughs> we gotta stick to the waivers. So I traded Goddard and Javante for James Robinson and Singletary to save to fill my RB depth. Uh, my wide receivers were heavy. I have Ertz and Pitts. Was I wrong? For pulling the desperation trade. So I'm going to say yes, that you were wrong for pulling the desperation trade. You never want to trade um, from a position of desperation because, I mean, J- Devontae is not going to do as bad as he's been doing. J Rob just had his worst week of the season and they gave ETN more work. Singletary, we see it kind of go in spurts, but I do like Singletary down the stretch. But I probably would have advised um, against this one. Let's see. All right. Tim C. He's got some waivers in here, too. Single QB League, one and three record. I have Stafford and Wentz. Waiver offers are Brissett, Gino, Winston, Pesos, Watson, Wilson, Ryan, uh, Rush, Tannehill. Hold or make changes? I mean, single QB League. I want to be looking to pick up Gino Smith. Like it's super flex also if he's available. It's just one of those things to where their defense is so trash that he's going to be throwing it. And Tim said Mariota is available. I think it's Geno Smith and I'd probably drop Wentz. Wentz going up against the Titans. I mean, they are at home. And Don said Singletary's going up predicted to outscore Najee. It's, uh, it's a little bit crazy how... Uh, how that's going down over there. And Bogey said, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Geno Smith, I know, right? I know. It's, cra- it's crazy times that we're living in right now. And yeah, I would go Geno over Mariota. And Tim said Rashad, Penny, or Akers going forward. I mean, if you're trading one away, like if you like if you're trading one away or whatever, um, I, I I'd trade Penny away. And uh, I'd, I'd want acres. The matchup was just too juicy for Penny. And Tino said, Najee failed me this year. I know, bro. It was rough, man. It is really rough out here. And Nigel said, CD Lamb for Najee. I'm holding CD. I really don't want to trade for Najee unless you're getting them for the low. I really don't. All right. And just a reminder for everyone who's not been in the chat for the entire time. Told you about the October raffle. It is the Joe Mixon 
signed jersey raffle the ways that you get entries you join as a youtube member the link is in the chat you join up as a patreon member you go to uh, 420crew.org and if you feel like in you're in a giving mood you want to get some karma super chats every five dollar super chat you get one extra entry into the raffle for every gifted youtube membership 10 entries so be like my man nigel get in the gifting spirit and give some 420 crew memberships on youtube let's get it extra extra lit appreciate you guys M doggy said Huss, what you think about this trade cup kamara and mooth for my earth ceh kirk and zeke uh i mean i don't want kamara i i really don't and I don't want to trade away CEH, Kirk, and Ertz. I mean, it is to get Chubb, but I mean, not Chubb. It is to get a uh, cup, but I don't know. Like all those guys better mean like nothing to your team, Ertz, CEH, Kirk, and Zeke, because Kamara's not doing too much. I mean, Muth, maybe he'll be better with Kenny Pickett. Cup's always going to be good, but that's given up a lot. Zeke is the only one out of all four of those guys you're giving up that I'm like, yeah, cool. Get rid of him. Hi, and Antonio said, Sir, Mi- <coughs> Sir Mixon for Sir Bongs. <laughs> Sutton or Pittman? I mean, nobody should be taking my Tuesday answers as, uh, I mean, unless you're just trying to make your, your roster look better, you know, for the, for the early week. I'm going Sutton right now. I'm going Sutton. It's ugly. Yeah. Albert in the house. What up, bro? Vishal, I traded Pierce and Curtis Samuel for Amon Ra. I mean, I like it, assuming he comes back. I mean, like, this week. Oh, there we go. And that was Ace Saucy. There we go. Came in over to YouTube. Thanks, Vishal. Coming over to YouTube. All right. Let's get to... uh, Let's get to the IDP. Actually, you know what? Let's get to team defense first. Because that'll just be a real quick hitter. But uh, I've noticed... I mean, we're going to talk about more waiver wire guys and all that kind of stuff. But the videos that really get seen for me is the team defense. Uh, That's one of them. So that's why we're going to talk about team defense right now. Give you a couple guys, a couple teams that you can get on your... On your roster for team for week five, and uh, go ahead and play them. We're talking 60% rostered or less. And we got to start off first with Minnesota. I mean, I know their defense really hasn't been the best, kind of middle of the road, but going up against Chicago. And let's see, where is Chicago on the list of giving up points to the team defense? They are uh, amazing at giving up points to the team defense, if you guys didn't know. There's only been one week where they didn't give up a top 12 performance to the team defense. So three out of four weeks, you stream your defense against them. I mean, Green Bay was one. Houston was one. The Giants, I mean, shit, Giants were like the number one defense like last year. told you guys to go pick them up. Hopefully, you listened. So that's one team. That we're going to get on the radar there. And, okay, 
I've been talking about this team all fucking season and how they are being so undervalued, especially at the defensive spot. Let's go Jacksonville. They should be number one priority on your team defense if you're putting in waivers they're going up against houston okay i mean shit they still had a decent game going up against the eagles this past week i mean they had two sacks they had an interception they had the touchdown jaguars are the shit and everyone else is going to be everyone else is going to be targeting them this week as well so you better get on it and Texans, I mean, they've given up two top 12 performances. I mean, shit, even Indy put up a top 12 performance against them in week one, and Indy's just been straight trash. So the Jacksonville Jaguars, baby, they should be your number one uh, wavered team defense. Let's see who else we can mention. Oh, Miami. So they got dropped in a bunch of places. Miami going up against the goddamn Jets. Come on, Miami and Jacksonville, two of these Florida teams that uh, that should be top, top, top priority. Uh, they're only 22% rostered, so they got hella dropped uh, before Thursday night football. Well, I mean, really just their last three teams, I mean, murderers rose that they were going up against. I mean, people who started them against Baltimore when they got like negative points in that game probably dropped them because they were going up against Buffalo the next week. And then Cincinnati the week after but now we got the dolphins going up against those goddamn jets the vikings steelers lions bears i mean got some good matchups over the next couple weeks that's for damn sure so i would say that would be uh my second waiver wire pickup i'd go jacksonville first and then i'm going miami second and i'm going minnesota third as of right now and Dennis said, would you drop Philly for Jacksonville defense? <whistles> mm, I mean, they're going up against Arizona this week. No, I would not. But I would say that if I was ever going to roster two defenses, it would be to pick up the Jacksonville Jaguars, especially if your opponent needs to get team defense because Jacksonville is going to fucking ball. So if it's just like a cock block move, I'm all about that. Picking up the Jags to cock block because Jags have a pretty decent schedule over the next couple weeks. Um, at least as far as I can remember, let me, uh, let me, let me check their next couple games real quick, but we got the Texans this week. I mean, that's hella good right there. And then, and then the Colts next week, like they shit on the Colts in, uh, in week two or whatever it was. Then you got the giants after that. Then you got the Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs. I mean, you could, if you're picking up and and streaming the Colts, I mean, you easily got four weeks. I mean, streaming the Jaguars, you easily got four to five weeks where you could play them in a row without even thinking. Jaguars. And Tino said, yeah, the Jags offense is not as good as the Eagles scores will be lower for sure. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Don said, I'm keeping the Eagles and 49ers in multiple leagues holding. I just chose. Uh, for no negative over the highest points. I mean, shit, that, keep them, you know, because, like, if you drop one of them, I mean, someone's for sure swooping the other one right away. So it, it kind of sucks. But hopefully you're not in a league that only has, like, five defensive you know, or five, uh, what's it called, like, bench players. As long as you don't, you're all good in the hood. Tino said, NFC East, a better division. Crispy in the house. What up? What up? All right, let's see if there's any 
that might be it as far as uh, defenses worth picking up. Uh, Tennessee, um, I mean, that, that might be like the low-hanging fruit because they did have a good game against the Colts last week. But, I mean, shit, who doesn't have good weeks against the Colts? Like, they've been so ass as far as, like, the team defense goes. But they're going up against Washington. And Washington, outside of week one, it's crazy. The only time they didn't give up a top-12 performance to the defense was week one versus Jacksonville when Wentz just kind of got off like crazy. And I don't think Jacksonville had any um, any interceptions or anything like that that game. But uh, yeah, Tennessee versus Washington. There's another one. So that there's number four right there. So Jacksonville, Miami, Minnesota, Tennessee. There's four. And who's gonna be the last one to get put on the radar here? We're talking team defense right now. So I just gave my four, my first four in priority: Jacksonville, Miami. Minnesota, Tennessee, all readily available. Minnesota is the one that's the least available, 42% roster. Mm-hmm. And I got to make it my priority to tell people, fuck team defenses. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Fuck team defense. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's all I'm going to mention. Those four right there. I mean, Kansas City could be in the mix going up against uh, Las Vegas. New yep. England potentially against Detroit, but I really don't want to pick up either one of them. Uh, hey, Detroit against New England. I mean, like, you know, this, these are like when it gets really ugly, but you know what I mean? I hey. mean, after the way that New England played last week, like with shit with what, a third string quarterback. Like, I don't think that gives people too much confidence, at least right now against uh, betting against their offense. And here's the thing too, though. Like, I mean, we're living in a day and age where like, all the stupid dinosaur analysts were like, oh, don't draft QB early. Hey, don't hold multiple defenses. Hey, don't don't mo- hold multiple QBs. People are doing that. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you might have some of these ugly options, but I will say people just think the Jags have a stink on them. So they're, they're going to be available in your league. Jaguars are only rostered in 15% of redraft mm-hmm. right now. And I, I, mm-hmm. I know it's going up against the Eagles, but it's because nobody wants to roster two defenses. I just said it. They're going up against Houston in this, this week. The Colts the week after that. Giants the week after that. Broncos, Raiders. It's not until they play the Chiefs in yeah. six weeks where you're like, okay, maybe now I got to think about you know replacing the. the and, and then even then you could even then you might even just pivot to the Chiefs defense. I mean, for some reason people don't play the Chiefs defense. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, because they're just whatever. They uh, they score a lot. They give a lot, they give up a lot of points. Yeah. At the same time. <coughs> but uh, there we go. There you have it. There is uh, there's my top four team defense waiver wire ads, and these are teams that you pick up and play. That's the only that's the only reason you're even picking up a team defense is to pick them up and play them. But uh, even just like what you said, um, Bogey, uh, What's that? people roster in two defenses. Yeah. Said she has the Eagles and the 49ers in multiple leagues and just holding them. Yeah. Like, Why the fuck are you going to drop one of them? To give them a, just give them up to someone else? Yeah, play the matchups. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's normally something I used to, like, adopt when I get closer to the playoffs. You know what I mean? Cause then you, or right. like, even when I enter the playoffs, because then you can start, like, anticipating what you're going to do. You know what I mean? Eagles were just too good to leave on the waiver wire. Like, that's really what it was because they weren't drafted. You know, if you're just in a 12-team league or whatever, the Eagles defense probably wasn't drafted. It's funny because, the I, you know, 
I didn't view the Lions being anything, so I drafted the Eagles everywhere, and I had to have a team defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was like, either right, playing the Lions week one. You know what I mean? <laughs> just worked out. Yeah, and I just have the Eagles everywhere now. And I'm rolling them out. I am. I am finna pick up the Jags though. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's. I'm holding on to like extra. Uh, I'm, you know, I got to do a little bit of deeper benches in some of these joints. So. What's wrong? Oh, oh, and Don said I'm not holding both. Just said I have one or the other in all the. I mean, oh yeah, Gucci, smart. You're Gucci there too. <laughs> yeah, just and then like you know, for what it's worth, you could just leave. You could just roll them out. You know what I mean? Like you're not really thinking about the matchup or anything. I'm not saying and these these are defenses that are matchup proof. Like this ain't 2017 Jacksonville. Remember that? Yeah. Where it was like, it don't matter who they played, you just play them and they're going to rack up hell with sacks and points and picks and you know what I mean? Right. But the yeah. 49ers, I mean, shit, they, I mean, they're damn near as matchup proof as you could be. I mean, well, week hey, one. Oh, here's the next two weeks. Yeah. Carolina, Atlanta. Oh, yeah, that's murder. But Definitely not like, thinking about it for those two. Who do we play week one? Chicago. That was the yeah. That was the, that was the worst game out of the yeah. year. For, for yeah, I was gonna say that was the that was the worst game that defense had. Never, never put up less than. Uh, well, I mean, it all depends on your scoring, but the default scoring they never put up less than ten points outside of that Chicago game. You feel me? And over the next four weeks, you got uh, Carolina, Atlanta, Kansas City, the Rams. I mean, they just put up the best game against the Rams. You know, right now. Yeah. I would seven sacks, a couple basically. picks. Yeah. Seven sacks, a couple picks, and a pick six. Yeah. And, and shout out to my. Uh oh. Bogey in the Matrix. And Niner MMA said, uh, Good morning, homie. I should have swooped the Jags D before game day. I'll put in a bid on our waiver wire. Yeah, I told you, man. Told you the Jags, but uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. All good. And Tino says the NFC East overrated from worst to first. I mean, as of right now, let's go see. I mean, only one team at, at one and three. The others, three and one are better. And I mean, the one thing that, uh, I mean, that the NFC East has going for them is all the divisional games that have already kind of happened, right? Yeah, they all played each other in you know, one form or way. And but, everyone um, and everyone beat the commanders. So that's why like they're like so shit compared to everyone else. Mm -hmm. They're the they're the easy dub. But uh definitely on paper, best division uh record wise in uh the NFC, and for sure best division on paper record wise in the AFC. Man, that's Fugazi. For sure. I mean, there's no <laughs> there's no undefeated teams other than the Eagles. So I will say, I don't think the Eagles are Fugazi, though. No. I mean, we were on the Eagles, though, so this is like what we expected, you know what I mean? If there's yeah. anything that I didn't expect is that Miles Sanders was good, you know what I mean? Well, the only thing I didn't expect. Really just him fucking staying healthy is what it is. Yeah. You know, four games through, he's healthy, but we'll see who... Uh, We'll see how long that can stay. But but, but also even even when he was healthy, Sirianni coming from you know his background with Frank Reich, where they run committees when you don't have like a lead guy. But he's treating him the same way he treated JT when he had JT. He's just the guy's getting all the work, and you sprinkle in the other guys. You know what I mean? 
Still, pork chops said, "Don't don't get me started on these on my sorry ass commandos." <laughs> oh man! And still, pork chops said, "I also want to thank Bogey for giving me the hope on Rex Burkhead this because he said he played Rex Burkhead and I helped get him a win." What happened? Hold on, I missed that. He said he wants to thank you for giving him the hope on Rex Burkhead this week because he said the Rex Burkhead play got him the dub. Oh, that tug. Yeah. Well, because you know, remember we we I couldn't get off. Like I was so puzzled on that Chargers game because the Chargers, I, I feel like they they're a team after four, four weeks. I can confidently say they just play down or up to competition. You know what and, I mean? And hold on, and, and then watching the Chargers for the last like thirty something years, you know that I was watching football. They mm-hmm. always play up to the competition, and they won million percent. Always play down. Play down. Yeah, and like. Always. And here's the thing is like that's why I was trying to figure that out because then if it was if it was a game where it's a negative game script for the Texans, you know what I mean? Then then for sure, for sure, Rex Burkhead would have got in the mix. But everybody was eating in that game, bro. And Crispy said, "I can't wait for my fuck team defense shirt to come in." Hell yeah, bro! I better see you with one of those gym photos. You know, right after you get done pumping iron at the gym, you got your fuck team defense shirt on. <laughs> he's gonna send you a sh- he's gonna send you a picture with nothing but that shirt on. And Tino <laughs> said, "No love for the Eagles at four and zero." So I mean, me and Bogey, I mean, you know, it was the low hanging fruit, you know. But we said that the Eagles were gonna win the the division over there. And that they were the the team out of all the teams that improved the most. Yeah, bringing over AJ Brown. I mean, that's low hanging fruit, you know, right there. They're just but also that. hold on, but even even better than that, Hassan Reddick, uh, motherfucking um, uh, uh, who else? Uh, Kaiser White, uh, 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 Kaiser White, uh, James Bradbury. Uh, they they traded James for, Bradbury's for been fucking, he's been fucking huge for them. Mm-hmm. And then you know he's he's playing opposite of Slay. James Bradbury is a He's a he's a one on another team, you know what I mean? So him being the two, that's nasty. And then you have um, you know, they traded for uh for uh CJ Gardner uh Johnson to be the yep. nickel. That's nasty, you know what I mean? But he's also like one of those like hybrid safety uh safety guys, you know what I mean? <laughs> they legit last year had like a top three secondary and was like because of Slay, they were like the worst wide receiver cornerback like matchup, like every single yeah. And now they improve that shit. Yeah. And like, I mean, Slay is banged up right now. But it don't fucking matter because that front is so active too. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just the double whammy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they got, front seven. they got nothing but vets on their line. And like guys like Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, these old motherfuckers. Man, they're just fucking destroying these lines. Like all their moves that they've got. They're not slowing down like Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox. I mean, because now they're 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 super seasoned. You know, what I mean, like you see their hand, the way they be hand fighting in, in, in the trenches, bro. Just like, you know, I mean, slapping someone's hand away and moving them to the side, like you know, what I mean, yeah, this is, <laughs> that shit is tight, bro. Yeah, and uh, so the Eagles, they've been they've been fun to watch, and for IDP, it's been fucking dope because so many players that you can play an IDP over there. Yeah, and then and then on the flip side, you have an offense like like. Uh, my my birthday twin uh, Tino pointed out earlier that you know the Eagles' offense are going to run it up, so that defense just tees off. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you're forced to throw it against them because mm-hmm. you're already down twenty points, yeah. Fletcher yeah. Cox and Brandon Graham are just out there licking their chops. No Hell yeah. QB. They're like shit. 
Let's kill this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nigel throwing in the super chat. You demand JT for Lamb and Damian Harris. Winner. I'm JT holding for Lamb and Damian Harris. I'm holding JT. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, the Damian Harris part makes you lose. Makes you lose that one. Right. Uh, and if, and all, although, because here's the thing, man. I don't even know if I want Dak back, man. This is the best CD Lamb I've ever had. It's because Cooper Rush doesn't give a fuck about throwing an interception mm-hmm. or something. He's just throwing it to him. And and that always that. went with my logic of why yeah. these guys are backups. You know what I'm saying? And when they when they the backups get in there, progress. all they do is throw it at the number one. You know what I mean? Like I, I pointed out that Cooper Rush against Minnesota last year when he had his his single start, he went in there and 14 targets went to Amari Cooper because he was the one at the time. You know what I mean? So and you look at it, it he ain't went he ain't went lower than eleven targets in the past couple games, right? And let's keep it real. If you're a backup quarterback and you're like, you get a shot like this to where you're playing five, six, seven weeks or something, you're trying to put up the best fucking tape that you can so you might be able to get a job to compete. Just compete for a starting yeah. job. And who's it gonna and who's it gonna be? Throwing to your third and fourth string fucking wide receivers down the progression or just peppering the best fucking wide receiver on the team or the guy you have the most connection with, Noah Brown. Or um, your Kyle Allen, yeah. and they're like yeah. just just hand it off to CMC, just check it down to him. He'll do all of it. Yeah, because <laughs> look at Huntley. Like, remember everyone saying like, "Ah, oh, fuck, fuck, paying Lamar, just get rid of his ass." Like Huntley's out here looking so good. He was just smart enough to throw the ball like uh, Mark twenty five times over to Mark again. Andrews in two games. Yeah. yeah, and then like you know when they were then then he, you know he was smart to you know they they run the read option over there a ton because you know it's Greg Roman. So it's like he just made the right read. Like, oh, I'm going to run now. And he was just run. It was like baby Lamar. Yep. And, um, I mean, you just can't make mistakes. That's really what it comes down to, being a backup. You start making mistakes, you're going to get pulled the second that they're, like, even close to coming back. But uh, it's crazy because Cooper Rush, everyone's all over his nuts. Like, Dak ain't shit. <laughs> and that is pretty funny. All right. We're about to get into some IDP now. We'll talk yeah. about towards the end. We'll talk about some uh, some wide receivers, tight ends. I mean, we already talked about Geno Smith. I mean, that's the that's the QB waiver wire uh, ad. But everyone's going to be on him now. There's I mean, the Saints that. might. Here's the thing, though: is it might go all the way back. Then we're going to remember he's Geno when they play the Saints. But the thing is, their uh, their defense is so trash. Yeah, they're going to have to never be fucking out, winning the sure. game for sure. And we do like 49 rushing yards out of nowhere. He's I mean, like, he's like, just he's doing rest things. Yeah. It's so insane because, like, I mean, the Seahawks play your tight end against them. I don't give a fuck who it is. Taysom Hill, uh, Juwana Man Johnson, whoever's going for the Saints, because they just give up the booty to the tight end. <laughs> Running backs. There's only three teams in the league giving up uh, more points for the running backs than Seattle. The wide receiver is the only place where you can say they're not giving up a lot of points, but I think it's because you can gap them so much with the running back mm-hmm. and the tight end that that's mm-hmm. skewed the wide receiver numbers against them. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I mean, shit. And then also when you play teams like the Niners who like, you know, we, we, we barely even threw on them, you know what I mean? Just because everything else is working. I'm, I'm making the claim right now. Kamara, this is his breakout game. Versus Seattle. Everybody I mean, has as long as he can play, we need it. 
I mean, they, they held him out of the game. So now you're getting two weeks of rest, you know, on it. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I would just assume that they held him out one more week to get him that much closer to a hundred percent. Everybody gets right. Why even travel him? You know what I mean? Yeah, he should have fucking stayed at home and chilling with all that. But you know what, though, too, they could be trying to keep an eye on him. You know, he's kind of a bad seed. Like, you know, no, we're not gonna leave you alone in America. You know what I mean? Yeah, he might go to Vegas. You and your boys might beat someone up again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing. Because I wonder if, uh, you know, just the the long flights and all that back and forth. I, I That's what if- happened to Jameis. They said the long flight made his black flare up. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? I mean, because I don't know how long it takes to get over there, but that ain't no short flight, even from Central, you know, America. That's a long flight. And you're going back and forth. <coughs> not, not, uh, this not is crazy to- because I wonder if the, 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 the NFL PA is going to like this shit. Cause I mean, well, they agreed to it, but this is the year they, they didn't put an emphasis on when you did the, the, the London games, you got the bye week after. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, I think that even stopped last year where that was. Uh, yeah. Um, well, because I mean, cause they, well, because well, last year they stopped having the London games the last two years. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. What, yeah. Wasn't there a London so, game last year? There wasn't one? Nah. Okay. Nah, they didn't do any of the international shit. They're bringing it back. That's why they came back strong this year. You know what I mean? Germany, yeah. Mexico, motherfucking yeah. Lundy. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's one of the things that's crazy. That's just more of a reason of. Uh, holding them out so they could get back for this next week. Because if you're playing in London, that might as well be a short week. You know, I mean, you got the long-ass travel back, getting acclimated to your time zone again after being over there, you know, for a week. I mean, all that shit's real. Like, it it affects normal people. You know, why wouldn't it affect athletes? And Antonio said he wanted to go get a drink at the club. And Triple X Lex, yo, yo, yo. Antonio said Italy's uh, is eight hours. Okay, probably around that. Yeah, for sure. Forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. Sometimes it just means forget about it. Uh oh, hold on. It's like minky, those peppers. Mm, Forget Uh about it. Uh, Jerry Jones, all that gum flapping, and he said that Dak is not well, (coughs) well enough to play this week. Yeah, I mean, they already estimated a week six. When he was talking that week four or five shit, that was like week two. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's him talking outside. And, and I repeat, Jerry Jones is not a doctor. Jerry Jones is a salesman, and he's trying to sell more tickets. And I bet you they play at home on the Nutwood. So I guess they don't play at home week five. Let's see about week six. Of course they play at home on week I, six. So I want a quarterback controversy. I want a quarterback controversy. This is what we're going to do here. We're going to sell Cooper Rush. We're going to sell Cooper Rush jerseys. <laughs> uh, That's in the so house. What up, bro? What up? And Tino said, who is Dak? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy because he's he's the, the he's my birthday twin, but he's the cowboy version. <laughs> and Tino said, Jerry Jones is my T.O. I mean, hey, shit. I his uncle. Yeah, you're, you're lucky yeah. that he didn't, uh, they didn't steal you and uh, and adopt you as your own. He would. As his own. He'd be like, look here, how much for Tino? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you double. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jerry Jones tried to buy a couple of my kids. One time I was like, no, no, sir. You can't put a price on these children. 
It's so funny. Um, like George Lopez actually had a plot line in an episode that had to do around him finding out that his mom actually sold him. <laughs> hey, you know, the mom probably needs to pay the bills. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, the mom was hella scandalous. Man, that he was funny. I mean, it, it's funny that, you know, like every every bad stereotype that you could put into like a drunken grandparent, you know, got put into her. And I mean, of course, it's all fucked up and bad, but I mean, it's funny that they made it, uh, you know, that they made it. Uh, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, his was one of the last of the dinosaurs because those, those were the comedians would get sitcoms. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And like, I mean, um, that's been, that's I, been, I the Spade too. Cause these are like the 2000s, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, early all, 2000s. That was really big in the 90s. Like, you a comedian, boom, you got it. Martin, you know, uh, Mark, Mark Curry. Um, you know what I'm saying? The Wayans, motherfucking Jerry all, Seinfeld. Every, everybody on fucking or uh, Jerry Seinfeld. It's yeah. so far, we almost forget that, living color. We almost forget that Jerry Seinfeld's even a comedian because of that show. <laughs> Why do people forget I'm a comedian? <laughs> what is the deal with that? <laughs> I stand up and say jokes. <laughs> they laugh. I tell a joke. They laugh. It's a symbiotic relationship. Comedian. <laughs> Tino said, I'd be so blessed if Uncle Jerry would buy my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I'd be regretting it every day. I'm like, that should have taken Jerry up on his own. He's like, why don't you buy all of us? Niner MMA. Oh, hey, I like that profile picture. Got the Frank Gore uh, 49er picture up there. Nice. Tank. And it said. Uh, um, That's Frank the Tank currently, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> he never ages. No, we. Uh, I still love that meme where it shows Ryan Fitzpatrick and Frank Gore. They're like uh, their rookie picture that they took. Well, Frank Gore looks fucking younger in his current picture than he did in the picture where he was early 20s. And Ryan Fitzpatrick looks like a pimply faced teenager. And then he's all grizzly, man. You know, like. Yeah. He grew He grew up. <laughs> Frank, Frank Gore, Gore stayed the same. He grew down. He, he did the opposite. <laughs> right? Black don't crack, bro. Yeah, at Niner MMA said, amazing life insurance salesman, Jerry Jones. Then he bought the Cowboys. I mean, hey, we know that he's a salesman. If there's one thing that he could do, it is uh, shit. So I Eskimo, talk a cat off a fish truck. I mean, hmm. I mean even with those Eskimos, I mean, he'd probably sell them ice at a high price and get, and get them, them twice because he's that nice. Yeah, man. Look here. I know we're in the middle of Alaska, and there's ice all around you. But this ice right here is bona fide, genuine Americana. <laughs> and okay, how many truckloads? And M. Doggy okay. says so Damian Harris should go off this week. Correct. Let's see who's New England play against this week. They're playing Detroit. Bad run defense. Detroit, what? But see, I can argue that both, I mean, he's still sharing with Stevenson, and every week it starts to favor uh, uh, Stevenson. But the one thing is, Harris definitely gets the goal lines. Come here, baby. This, this girl's <laughs> Antonio carrier at one point, but then when I put her on the ground, she does this thing where she, she like lay on the ground and try to roll around like this fool. Antonio said, shit sold, but 10 ices from you, Bogart. There you go. Hey, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so Detroit. I mean, they're one of those teams that is giving out more booty to the running back. Yeah, I was just about to say that's one of the three teams that you that you were talking about earlier, worse than Seattle. 
And for those who don't know, the other ones, Texans and Chargers are the two other ones. Mm-hmm. Like top, and Vikings, top five of giving up the most booty mm-hmm. to the running backs points wise. Yeah, I, I mean, shit, I would say I would say start. I would say start Harris and Stevenson, both flex yeah. guys this week. But I think they're both start worthy. Yeah, because you know why? You know why you got to run on Detroit? Let them know, Bogey. Let them know why you got to run on Detroit. Um. Fuck, am I missing the punchline? Ah, <laughs> uh, Jeff Okuda, man. We're gonna. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's gonna shut down a whole. I mean, hey, but see, that's the thing, though. This is where this is where it gets funny, is because it's like, okay, go ahead and race my Devontae Parker, see what that does for you. You know what I mean? He didn't follow uh DK this week, though. Um, he okay, because they moved they'd moved DK around a lot. I was looking at that, I wanted to see, and that that's probably what that where they, they were stupid. Well, they, I mean, they well, should have just had him follow him around. You know what I mean? Because the, I mean, but that, that goes to show why Dan Campbell is one of those guys is just hilarious. Like, he thinks he's supposed to be good, but the decisions he makes aren't smart. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, yeah. the week before, he he followed, he shadowed Jefferson mm-hmm. 100%. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's a division rival. So it's like he, he has the dossier on his desk, you know, Justin Jefferson. And, you know, he, he opens it up, he studies it all week. He's been studying you know it all what? summer. You should you have the same thing for a guy like DK. You know what I mean? You know what I heard? That, uh, that the school of thought is that DK being so much bigger than Okuda is, like taller. That's why yeah. they didn't have him follow, which I'm curious about it because – he plays big, you know, Okuda. Yeah. So I, I think he could have followed DK and still handled them. He's still a different beast, though. Yeah, I, I just think Dan Campbell's a fucking idiot. I mean, he's it sucks he's a, tight, because he's a tight ends coach posing as a head coach. See, and that's what sucks because, like, for the morale of the team, and like you need a guy like him out there, but he's not handling biz as a head coach. No. You know, a poor clock management, a, 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 a poor play calling. You know what I mean? Because um, you know what it is, too. Okay, like, I like the experiment of, like, how every single coach, it seems like, on their squad, including the head coach as a former player. <coughs> like, that is good for, like, you know, the morale of the team. You know, like, getting people hyped up, being able to share stories, you know, and things like that, share experiences. But... Does that really make them the best play callers at the OC and DC spot? Um, I mean, Dan Campbell's a good example. You know what I'm saying? Um, he was a phenomenal DC, Super Bowl winning DC. You know what I mean? Then you get him the uh, head coach. Yeah, he granted he took him to the Super Bowl, but then just another guy makes bad decisions. And, and and also too, like what's good with being a good head coach is you make good hires. You know what I mean? You make good hires. You don't just play like, okay, let me go get my friends. How about this? Then there's just outright bad coaches who always made bad decisions like Chucky, but like such a personality that it got him gigs. And then like people didn't like the way he operated. So he couldn't just bring in some of the best of the best at the coordinator positions. He had to bring in his friends because the only people that liked him. You know what I mean? And so no, it's just, it's you just know funny what? like that. But then you have, you know, these the Shanahan's of the world where his entire coaching family tree gets put on because they put an emphasis on only bringing in the right guys or like, look at Nico Collins. Uh, uh, D'Amico Collins or D'Amico Ryan. I'm sorry. Yeah. D'Amico Ryan, defensive coordinator for my Niners. You know, he was the linebackers coach. You know what I mean? And when we got rid of Sala, I was like, damn, what are we going to do? And I remember I wanted Dan Campbell. I'm like, you know what? We should bring in Dan Campbell because, you know, there's a familiarity with Shanahan. Hey, the tables have turned. Now, hey, hey, now you work for me. You know what I mean? He went over to the Cowboys. Guys like that. I'm not trying to take anything away from Dan Campbell, but 
guys like that should be like. I'm sorry, pro- not Dan Campbell. D, uh, Dan Quinn. Oh, I sounded stupid there. <laughs> Dan Quinn, because he went to the Cowboys. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, so, you know, because they used to work together in Atlanta. See, that's what I was talking about earlier. I, I just realized I've been saying Dan Campbell. I've been saying Dan Quinn when I was talking about Atlanta. You know what I mean? <laughs> it must be really confusing. <coughs> Keep up with me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Dan Campbell. I mean, guys like him. I mean, it seems like they should be like positional coaches, you know, in the NFL. He is. Dan Campbell was a, a tight ends coach. And here's well, that's the thing. what I'm saying, but needs to stay at that, not, you know, I, I mean, there, there's just an art to being a head coach of any kind of, any kind of team. It doesn't matter what. And it's not because you played the position or whatever. It's because you really know the ins and outs out of how to get the best fucking 110% out of every single player, every single coach, and you can't fuck up with the calls that you make. Man. That would have been tight if we got Dan Quinn, I swear. <laughs> but then we hired, we hired, we, we, within we hired uh, Robert Salas, uh, his guy, you know what I mean? We hired yeah. uh, D'Amico Ryans, and he, shit, we got all the way to the NFC title game. Like, now we're going to lose Ryan next year. Watch. I mean, D'Amico Ryans is a beast, you know? Like, he's, uh, a form, he's a former player, too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was a, he was an IDP goal. Yeah, for, I was going to say, like, you know what time it is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I guess maybe it's a little different because I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's right. He was with the Texans. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the Mike linebacker too. uh, Calling, you know, making the calls out there and running the show. And I think that's a little bit different. You know, like if you're the guy on offense. Because you're basically coaching. You're you're basically the quarterback of the defense. So that's why it works so well. For sure. And that, that's. And that that might be the exception to the rule of what I'm thinking about these former players, you know, being put in head coach, OC, DC. I mean, that's all I'm talking about everywhere else. Yeah. These guys should get a lot of shots, you know, to do it. I want to say Belichick started off as a special teams guy. Yeah. You know I mean? He was fucking special teams and the DB coach with the Giants. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, what's his name? Carcel was like, you know what? Give a shot. Give a shot to this kid. Give him a shot at the DC. And they won the Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they got two, right? Yeah. Bill got yeah. two. Because he's still beating Tom by one if we count like total Super Bowls. But they've well, been. Okay. Wait. Actually, hold on. No, no they for sure got two. They for sure got two. They do got two. Okay. I know there's the. Because Parcel, I mean. They got one in 86 and, and 87. There you go. There's one in the 80s I'm missing. Because there's one. Yeah, they got the one in 91. Or yeah, 90. That's what it was. yeah, 86 yeah. and 90. Those were the years. There you go. And that LT though, like man, killing them yeah. in 86. I mean, that's <laughs> when you do that's when the that's when they let you do coke and, and get on the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> when they let you do it. Yeah, when <laughs> <laughs> they knew yeah. he was doing it, they're like, man, they're like, hey, he looks strong out, give him some coke. Whoa, he gets fired up. I mean, just like Michael Irvin, right? Like, I mean, as long as you can go out there and make those plays, playmaker. Do you I mean, think? Michael Irvin's forever coked out. You hear what he You got to put close caption on him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what the fuck is he saying, bro? He's just, he's just, he's turned. On one. On one. <laughs> he's on one for life. All right, and uh, yeah, and, and for anyone who is fact checking us, it was the '96 and '90 um, season, '86 and '91, uh, '80 and '86 and '90 seasons, but '87 and '91 Super Bowls. Yeah, that was when they had the January joints. I know it's only been recently, like maybe I think the last ten years they pushed it back to February. 
Really? I swore it was always February. No, nah, hell no. February. And Tino yes. said cocaine's a hell of a drug. And what up, Mark? He said, how much would you bid for Latavius Murray, Huntley, Boone, Madison? Zero for Murray. Uh, I'll go 10%. I'll go 10 to 12% for all of them. Fuck it. That's crazy. But why Huntley, though? Like, why Why Huntley? I'm just saying, you never know. Here's my thing. If, if Tyler Algier out of Boo-Boo's out there, I'll spend, like, 50% because that guy could, like, be a guy the rest of the way. You know what I mean? But also, yeah. here's, well, here's he wasn't, the He's not on this. He's not on this. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. So, like, and Huntley, I mean, the, all those guys. How about this? Watch when Damian Williams comes back. What's going to happen there? Does he just assume the number two or the number one because the pimp is out? You know what I mean? Because he, Damian Williams should be coming back in, like, a week. That's the only thing that, that worries me. But, but um, you know what also worries me is the Falcons' offense is trash. <laughs> and, I mean, you know it's so weird? They look good for, like, two weeks, huh? Yeah. Two weeks, and then, I, and then it's back to Mariota. Everybody, I want to introduce y'all to Marcus Mariota. And uh, first-time chatter on Twitch, 0308 Rags, what up? Said I have Jefferson Hill. Higgins, Michael Thomas at wide receiver. Do you think I should try to get D Hop for Thomas? D Hop comes back week seven. I could use him. When's their bye week? He comes back week seven, but when's their bye week? That's fair. Damn. I think they have a late bye week. Let me see. Okay. Are they one of the week 14 guys? 13? Because I, I know there's a group, there's a group of these guys coming up to 7 and 8. And like, 13. I never kept that in my mind. Like, well, what's when's the fucking... Week 13 is their bias. Okay, yeah. So they didn't have one of the late ones. Uh, I guess it's not so... I mean, I don't know. I'm really not trying to do that, though. I need things that help me immediately now. Yeah. I'm not trying to do that, Jared. I, I'm not... Uh, everyone thinks that D-Hop's going to come back to being what he is. Usually guys who get popped for PEDs don't come back hella strong in that initial season unless you're Julian Edelman. Well, they're all PEDs because they're coming back from injury. You know what I mean? Like, that's usually what it is. Like, there's rehab. And yeah, they, like you know, if you guys – They try to sneak in something, some, some stronger shit to get them back faster. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you remember Kenny Powers, you know, in Eastbound and Down. When he's getting ready to come back, he needs to get the Roy's. You know, and he's like, but aren't – and his brother or someone was like, aren't you worried about when he gets to the league when, uh, you know, they're going to start testing you? He's like, man, this shit is the kickstart the training, homie. We got to get this shit back. Mm -hmm. You know that's how they are. Yeah, that's how it is, 100%. And Triple X wants to drop P. Ryan or Rashad White for Mike Boone, Caleb – oh, Caleb Huntley. Um, yeah, Caleb Huntley's the remember I told you he's the guy that that that's vultured the, the touchdown. Yeah, for sure. That's what I said. Like, you know, what I mean, if there were 10 to 12 percent, if you just like if you're in need, you know what I mean? I mean, we're in week five. I'm telling you, I'm I, I wouldn't blow too much fab because this is a trend just forever. It ain't a new thing that running backs die. So you wanna no. you don't want to blow all your all your fab case case down the road, some of these motherfuckers die, you might need some bread, you know what I mean. Yep, and uh, and don't forget, and, everyone, we got the sign Joe Mixon uh jersey raffle going down, going down on Halloween. And another way that you can get entries is by subscribing on Twitch. And if you have Amazon Prime, you can use a free subscription over there. So get over to Twitch, go get subbed up, 
If you subscribe on Twitch, YouTube, and Patreon, you get extra entries for being a Triple Crown supporter. So go become a Triple Crown supporter like our man uh, Francisco, one of the Triple Crown supporters. And uh, yeah, get those extra entries. All right. And uh, yeah, an uh, 0308 lag said, uh, yeah, that's pretty true. Thanks for your opinion. We got you. Just make sure you're tapping in. We got shows happening all the time. All right. We got to run through this IDP now. Well, hey, I'll, I'll jump off for I'll jump I'll jump back on later so the video that you chat looks cleaner. All right. Sounds good. All right. Let me see. Let me get this. Uh, get this timestamp going right now. All right. Here we go. For you IDP freaks, let's get down to biz. We're starting off with the linebacker spots. Anyone who's in the chat right now, you want to get um, a question answered that's non-IDP related, just make sure you leave it as a super chat. Otherwise, we're going to knock out some, uh, some of these player, these positional players really quick. And first guy I got to talk about, been talking about him for weeks and weeks now, but his percentage really hasn't bumped up. Frankie. Luvu, man, this guy is such a beast. Been telling you about him for a few weeks now. This dude just does not quit. Going up against the Arizona Cardinals this week, or I mean, um, went up against the Arizona Cardinals this past week, a heavy run team, and just held it down like crazy. And uh, going up against uh, the 49ers this next week, another team that just runs the ball very, very heavily. So Frankie Luvu Dynasty Redraft, whatever it is, go pick this dude up. He's a man amongst boys out there. It has been freaking awesome to watch him work. I mean, um, he had kind of an off week, you know, in week three, only like 12 points, but two out of the last three weeks, over 30 points in IDP one, two, three scoring. So something you got to get <coughs> on your squad right away. Another guy who I've mentioned more than one time is Hassan Reddick. We keep talking about the Eagles defense. He's one of those beasts over there that is holding it down. He has his great week in week three. Finally, the breakout week. We were waiting for him. First two weeks, he really didn't do much. And then this past week versus the Jags, over 30 points, two sacks. He's had three and a half sacks just in the last two games. Like, yeah, Hassan Reddick, high motor. There's so many good players on the Eagles front seven that he's not one of those guys who's getting double teamed. So he's getting the one-on-one matchups. I mean, sometimes he's even running free towards the quarterbacks. Yeah, we definitely um, got to get Hassan Reddick. He's only 3% rostered in redraft league. So, you know, if you play in a deeper IDP league, no way he's there. But you play in a shallow IDP league for sure. He's someone who uh, needs to be on your radar and picking up. Another guy, another linebacker we've been mentioning for a while is Rashawn Gary for the Green Bay Packers. Just super solid. Like that is just it. Just super, super solid. Gets after the quarterback. We love it. This past week versus New England, he throws up over 30 points in IDP 1-2-3. does have the two sacks, but he has <coughs> he has around seven combined tackles. And just in the last three games, four total sacks. And, you know, going against New England, went against Tampa Bay, going against Chicago, you know, really, really dope linebacker to go get 
over there from Green Bay is just holding it down. And let's see. How about... So, Matt Milano. He's only rostered in about 10% of redraft leagues. If you're in a deeper league, like, no way that he's available. But I would make sure that you just go double check that Matt Milano is not available. The middle linebacker for the Buffalo bills in the last three weeks, he's had over 10 points, but in week two over 25 points in week four over 25 points. So someone who is just holding it down for the bills defense, they have a lot of great players over there on the bills D and Matt Milano is just doing things over there. Let's see. We got to keep, uh, we got to keep deep diving. And, uh, oh, how about your boy, Malcolm Rodrigo, for the Colts? He's playing a ton of snaps now. I mean, not for the Colts, for the, the Lions. My bad, the, the Lions. <clears throat> He's playing a ton of snaps over there. It's him and Alex Anzalone. Like, those are the dudes to roster over there. They always seem to be on the field. Neither one of them really comes off too often. And in the last three weeks, I mean, he's thrown up 15-plus points. But this past week, going over double-digit combined tackles, Mr. Rodrigo. Oh, yeah, Malcolm Rodriguez is his Christian name. But uh, if you guys watched Hard Knocks, Malcolm Rodrigo is that dude. And that says Rodrigo is a pimp. Him and Alex Anzalone, they're holding it down over there. A lot of love for the Detroit Lions uh, linebackers over there. And, okay, we don't really talk too much about the San Francisco, like, linebackers outside of, uh, of what's his name? Outside of, uh, why can't I think of his uh, name right now? The, um, <laughs> I'm so drawing a blank on, uh, on his name because I really don't like talking about him because he's so blah. Fred Warner. There we fucking go. <laughs> Can't believe I'm blanking on Fred Warner's name because Fred Warner has kind of been blah. I mean, he does okay, but to me, he has like all these LB2 and LB3 weeks, you know, like rarely, rarely does he have these LB1 games where he's going like 25 plus points. But someone who needs to be on your radar. Thanks, Freak Stomper. I'm smoked way too many bowls this morning i can't even remember fred warner's name uh, but dre greenlaw so he's always uh, not middle of the road but he's always just very very solid but if you're in like a super shallow you know idp league he's usually not one of those guys who's rostered he's putting himself on the map you know what i mean with these 15 combined tackles that he had in week four Everybody schemes against Nick Bosa. Everybody schemes against Fred Warner, like all those type of things people are doing. And Dre Greenlaw has been one of those guys who's been coming through with the big time points. I mean, in week two, around 16 points, week three, 15. This past week, 29 points, uh, 12 solo tackles uh, all by himself. So, yeah, that is uh, <clears throat> that is someone that that's nothing to sneeze at right there. And let's see. So there's, I mean, there's a bunch of linebackers right there. Um, one guy who I got to mention again, because he's only 29% rostered in redraft leagues, but Michael Walker, this dude, he just gets 20 points like every single week. It's like literally set it and forget it. 20 points in IDP one, two, three. I mean, he gets 19 in week four, but he's already got over 20 points, you know, in multiple one in multiple games. So if he's still somehow there, in your leagues and if he's not on your team shame on you because i've literally been talking about him since week one but michael walker 
go pick him up and uh, add him. And then one last one for Atlanta because Atlanta, they're just, they're on the field so much. Rashawn Evans, he was kind of whatever with the Titans. He comes over to the ramp, uh, comes over to the Falcons. He's only had one game where he's gone below double digit points last week and week, uh, two weeks ago, week three, 29 points, 18 points in week four. They're on the field so much and they're just, they're, they're killing it out there, these linebackers. So we got to get them locked in on the squad. All right. There goes the linebackers. Answer a couple questions here, and then I'm going to get the uh, the DLs going. And don't forget to throw in those super chats, guys, for the uh, for your entries into the Joe Mixon signed jersey raffle that's going down at the end of the month. And Tim said, I traded Diggs, Myers, Zay Jones for CD Lamb, Drake London, Curtis Samuel. Also have Cup as my wide receiver one. Uh, Flex was bad. Do you think I won that trade? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the the thing that, uh, I mean, you're giving up digs. That's the thing that's kind of tough. But, I mean, Drake London, I like him way more than Myers. Curtis Samuel, I like him way more than Zay Jones. So, it's like you lost on one player, your digs to C.D. Lamb. But then you, um, you know, but then you won on the other two players. So, I uh, I understand. All right, let's smoke a bowl, and uh, then we'll get to these DLs, and then we'll get to these DBs, and then we'll get up out of here. Maybe we'll, I mean, Bogart comes back, you know, maybe we'll get some, uh, maybe we'll get some QB, wide receiver, and uh, and tight end uh, waiver talks going. But outside of that, I already know most people care about the running backs, care about the team D and then care about the IDP. Those are the, <clears throat> so those are the three, the, the three segments that I'm going to put um, emphasis on in these shows. Cause uh, a lot of the other ones are really just subjective about like your team and your league and stuff like that. Everyone's hurting at running backs. Everyone needs to pick up a team D, you know, everyone needs to know the IDP guys to pick up. M doggy said rest of season CEH or Dalvin. I mean, CEH <laughs> shit changes like, man. I mean, it, it's crazy how, uh, how the world, you know, just, uh, just changes. It is, uh, it is so weird. And, um, and then doggy said Q and a show later. So we got, um, we got our news show and we always kind of mix in, um, some Q and a on the news show. So yeah, for sure. And uh, Bogey said, got to do receivers, George Pickens. <laughs> and that's it. Just George Pickens. Nobody else. <laughs> All right. Let me finish smoking this bowl. Then we'll get into these D linemen. <coughs> All right. Here we go. Now, let's see. Nigel with the highlighted chat. What up, homie? Is CD Lamb a sell high given their next matchup and the drop off with Dak coming? So, I mean, there's even though we we assume that he's going to drop off, we don't know if he's going to drop off. Maybe Dak just gets smart and starts peppering uh, CD Lamb more. 
So I don't think he's uh I don't think he's um um I I'm not selling. I mean, sell high is one thing, but just giving him away or selling for equal value, I'm not doing it. And yeah, Stat Valley said, "What up, Hustler? What's going down, Stat?" Oh no, M Doggy, the news show, Fantasy News Today, the one, uh, the show that we got at 1 p.m. West Coast time, 4 p.m. East Coast time every single day, or well, Monday through Friday, anyways. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure you're you're always on that one. That's a that's like the flagship show of uh of the channel and said would you trade him for dalvin cook i don't know man like cook may come around but that's the one thing that we really don't we really don't take into account is that we want these guys to stay the rb ones that they are but as they get older they lose a little bit of spring in their step they just you know i mean there's not too many guys that get better you know not everyone's adrian peterson not everyone gets better as they age and I don't know, like these aging running backs that this is why they don't get paid. Right. <laughs> Cause uh, as, as they get a little bit older, they, they start, they start losing a step. They start not handling biz, you know, like, uh, like normal. Yeah. And M doggy said, Oh, that's the one I'm always at. Yeah. You're always at that one. That's the one where everyone's at, you know, fantasy news today. That is uh, that's, that's the must watch. Um, for sure. I mean, all these shows are must watch, but that's the one that gets you ready for, uh, for everything. All right. And, uh, you know what? We'll save the ball for the middle of the next one. All right. Hold on. Let me get this time stamp. All right. So there you have it. There were the linebackers. And now we got to talk about some defensive linemen. How about that? And, we're usually talking about guys that are rostered in 30% or less. I mean, really, I kind of put it at 25% or less of redraft leagues because, I mean, it's probably like one out of every four leagues that is, uh, that's an IDP league anyways, and probably not even one out of four. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so let's get to these D linemen and let's see here. Who are we going to talk about first? Um, let me see here. Because a lot of these guys, I mean, well, how about Brian Burns? So in a lot of redraft leagues, I know he was dropped because his percentage went, it was up in week two and then it went down. It was over 30%. And then it went down in week three when he put up a goose egg uh, versus the Saints. But then what does he do? I mean, he comes back and puts up another 20 plus point uh, outing. So if Brian Burns somehow got dropped in your league, I mean, definitely got to go pick him up. No way that he should be a free agent. No way he should only be rostered in only 22% of the leagues as good as he is. Um, Another guy <coughs> who got dropped in a bunch of leagues. And uh, it, uh, Josh Allen for the Jaguars. Okay. In week two, he throws down 22 points. Week three, he only throws four. He only throws up four points. So he got massively dropped. And when I say massively dropped, it's like a 10 point swing in the percentages, but that's a lot because IDP, there's not as many IDP leagues as there are, um, you know, just every, uh, you know, as many as all the other leagues, but then he comes down versus Philly throws up 18 points. Josh Allen, if he was dropped somewhere, go pick him up. Those would be like my top two guys for sure, because they shouldn't, he's rostered in 24% 
of IDP leagues. He, he should be rostered in way more than 24% of, uh, of redraft IDP leagues. Let's see here. Cause uh, after those guys, then we're really just starting amongst, you know, guys who have been doing really solid, but might, might, might not even be rostered in a bunch of these leagues. And I got to start off with Jonathan Allen, someone who I've mentioned on the show a bunch. And so I know you guys know his name, but he's the, uh, he's the defensive tackle for the Washington commanders. Huge game this past week, 30 plus points. Uh, he's only 12% rostered with chase young, not there. It just seems like a lot of these guys just do better. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, last week, well, not last week, in week three, he throws down 13 points. This past week, 30 points. He's just someone that you got to have out there. If you have multiple defensive line spots, you got to get him out there and uh, get him on your team. Zach Allen for the Arizona Cardinals. Huge, huge game. And this one might not be worth chasing, but J.J. Watt is hurt and like, it's like the, the longer that he stays hurt and banged up, the more that Zach Allen like just plays. And so over the last couple of weeks, not too much, but he throws up 26 points this past week. And uh, I mean, they're going up against Carolina, you know, so I mean, matchup uh, for sure, you know, helped him out going up against the Eagles though uh, this week and hurts. He takes some sacks because he's always, he's always moving. He's always getting outside the pocket. And um yeah, we just got to get uh got to get going on that stuff. Josh Allen, someone who in dynasty I was drafting him everywhere. And Triple X Lex, remind me in between the uh, the segments here cuz these are getting these videos are getting chopped up to be put on YouTube, so I'm not straying away from the IDP uh while we're talking about it. Got to get me in between the uh in between the positional segments. But uh, we're not talking about um, defensive linemen for too long either way. All right, another guy who has just dropped like crazy because uh, now he's only rostered in 1% of redraft leagues, Danico Autry for the Tennessee Titans. And he got dropped like crazy because he threw up a, a goose egg in week three. Total stinker in week three. But in week two, 14 points. He had a sack. In week four, 21 points. Had two sacks. So this is someone who... I mean, I'm not saying he's matchup proof because obviously he just threw down, you know, a stinker. But they're going up against Washington this week, and we know Carson Wentz is uh, is always seems to be under pressure, you know, right there. So uh, I'm going to say Danico Autry. If you play multiple linemen, or you're just looking to pick up someone and start in one week for for one week, I'm going to say go ahead and pick him up. Let's see. Okay, so I mean, you got to be deep diving if we're going to go for a guy like Dexter Lawrence. Might be more of like a dynasty guy because uh, he's a little bit longer in the tooth. You know, double digit, double digit points in almost every single game. Two sacks in this past week going up against Chicago. That's just one of those things. Anyone who's going up against Chicago, I'd be confident about starting their lineman because Fields is always seeming like he's got the hands in his face. So. Yeah, let me see. This week, the Giants are going up against... I'm saying the Giants because Dexter Lawrence, that's who he plays for. They are going up against the Packers. So I guess might not be the best this week. Aaron Rodgers doesn't doesn't necessarily take a lot of sacks. There you go. Bogey said Carson Wentz leads the league in sacks. Took it in the ass. There you go. That's why you pick up Danico Autry and play him against Carson Wentz. 
All right. Ooh. Okay. Grady Jarrett, someone who I've been talking about for the last two or three weeks here, but we're talking about how we just want to roster these players on the Atlanta Falcons because they're on the field so much. <coughs> if you play defense for a team that the offense is kind of trash, that means you're going to be on the field more and you're going to have a lot of opportunity. I mentioned two linebackers over there. We mentioned um, Rashawn Evans and we mentioned Michael Walker. Now I'm mentioning Grady Jarrett, who's the defensive tackle for this squad. One sack in each of the last two games, 21 points in week three, 16 points in week four. This is just someone who, if you're hurting at the D line spot, I mean, you got to go out and get them. They're going up against the Bucks this week who have a really trash line. Yeah, this is a Grady Jarrett. He's uh, he's an old school vet and uh, dude knows what he's doing out there and a uh, solid, solid player that you can get on your squad. Um. Another vet, how about Sebastian Joseph Day for the Chargers? And uh, funny, do you know what Sebastian Joseph Day's number is? Number 69. 69, dudes. Every chance we get, let's get it mentioned. Uh, double di- over 15 points in each of the last two weeks. Going up, He went up against Jacksonville three weeks ago, then went up against Houston this past week. 15 points in week three, 16 in week four and then this week they are going up against the brownies let's get him in there they're going to be running in a lot he's going to have uh shots to go hit percent if you're deep diving i mean because he's only rostered in two percent of leagues Ooh, i just said that we want to play guys who are going up against the chicago bears right at least guys who are on the line going up against the Chicago Bears. Well, the Minnesota Vikings play the Chicago Bears this week. And Dalvin Tomlinson, they're one of their def- interior defensive linemen over there in Minnesota. He's got double-digit points in two of the last three weeks. Got 13 points against Philly in week two, and then 15 points last week against New Orleans. And the constant for him going over <coughs> double-digit points <coughs> is mixing in at least half a sack, half a sack in week two, one sack in week four. And he always puts up a bunch of combined tackles here. I mean, looks like, I mean, four is what I can see is like the, the least amount of combined tackles that he's had in the season uh, per game. So yeah, Dalvin Tomlinson, if you're deep diving, we want to play the matchup. We want to play these linemen that are going up against fields and let's get him in there. All right. Here's someone who I've been waiting to talk about because we talked about him for dynasty season, had him as a top four um, defensive lineman for, uh, for my rookie rankings for the DLs, Jermaine Johnson, the other double J over there for the New York Jets. That one of their rookies, he's had double digit points in each of the last two weeks. He had 10 points last week versus Cincinnati. He has 15 points in uh, the, in week four versus the Steelers and got a big time sack in that game as well. Jermaine Johnson, get him on your radar because who are they going up against this week? Let me see. Where is it? Who are they going up against this week? Going up against the Dolphins. We don't know if it's going to be Tua. We don't know what's going on over there right now. They do have one of the better lines in the league, but Jermaine Johnson is one of those guys who's getting a lot of one-on-one matchups right now. There's a lot of vets on the line. He's not one of those guys just yet. So he's kind of not getting the respect that his talent deserves. 
So let's take advantage of that while we can in these IDP leagues. Let's see. Hmm, that might be... That might be it. There's a bunch of guys that I can mention here, but all those guys are the guys who I'm confident about picking up and actually starting. Cause that's what we're talking about is uh, as guys you can pick up and start. And I got another one for you actually for the New York giants, another New York giant um, guy out there. Jihad ward. You can play him at the linebacker or the defensive end. He's had double-digit points in each of the last three weeks, 11 in week two, 11 in week three, 19 in week four when he went up against Chicago. Because why? We want to stream our linemen versus Chicago. Let's remember that, okay? For IDP, for our defensive linemen, we want to stream our linemen versus Chicago. And, uh, yes, Jihad Ward. W-A-R-D. Get him on your radar now because he's one of those guys who is probably not being mentioned out there. And, uh, okay, and uh, Antonio already said, okay, two is already announced out. There we go. Going with Teddy. All right, thanks, guys. See what happens when you're out of it for one day. <laughs> you miss all this kind of stuff. All right. There's the lineman. There's your IDP waiver wire defensive lineman. Let's get these dubs. We're going to get to the defensive backs in just a minute. Now throw in those questions. If you guys have questions, I got to kind of rapid fire though, the questions, and then we're going to get to the defensive backs. And then if bogey's going to hop back, we can talk about, um, we can talk about some wide receivers, tight ends and QBs. And we'll just knock those all out. And Tino said, why is two out? He looked fine. I know, right? Just a little uh, just a little back injury, you know, nothing too serious. All right. Smoke a boo. And yeah, and Antonio said, I think he hurt his back. Yeah. Sums up uh, something <laughs> like in paid in full. He's like, why are you shrugging? Something wrong with your back? <laughs> That's Tua. It's like, uh, that's what uh, that's what McDaniel said to him. What's up with you, Tua? Why are you doing that with your hands? Something wrong with your back? <laughs> All right. And Triple X Lex, throw your question in there. Throw your question in there, bro, because I'm not trying to leave you hanging. I just wanted to make sure that I uh, that we could get those clips going uh, very easily for YouTube because uh, instead of me creating all these waiver wire videos, you know, we just, that's what the waiver wire wake and bake is for. Then I can chop the videos and then just makes it a lot easier to, uh, to handle biz. All right. And first time chatter on Twitch. What up, bro? He said, this is a uh, Gronk 87. He said, should I move Waddle and Cook for Andrews and Najee? My other wide receivers are Lamb, Chase, Godwin, uh, Wilson. You know what? I think I would do this because if Tua's really – I mean, the thing that's tough is we don't know what's really going to be up with Tua. If it's just Teddy B, Teddy Two Gloves, I don't, he's not gonna, I don't think he's going to be able to support Hill and Waddle. I think uh, – I think it's just going to happen like what happened last week where, cause Teddy two gloves, 
he likes to pepper one person. And this goes all the way back, you know, to when he was with the Saints and, you know, pepper and Michael Thomas and all that. So I I don't like Waddle. I don't like Waddle with uh with Teddy B. But this is a season, this is a season-long thing as well. And man, I really like Andrews. If uh yeah, if you play with a tight end spot, like not like the hustler leagues where we it's just a flex and it's tight end premium. If you play in a league with a tight end spot, I would uh, I would make this trade and I would bring over Andrews. Said my tight end is Waller, who I do not trust at all. I mean, Andrews is just on another level. I mean, I would get Andrews and then maybe I would, uh, you know, trade Waller after that. Try to bring over um, a different wide receiver or something, you know. But, yeah, I uh, if there's a way that I could trade for Kelsey or Andrews, nine times out of ten I'm trying to do that because that is uh, really – I mean, th- there's almost no bigger positional advantage in football or in fantasy football than those two guys at the tight end position because the drop-off is just so insane. Yeah, so wait for a big game from Waller and then move him. Yeah, that'd be the plan exactly. Yeah, wait for someone who really needs it for sure. And Antonio said drop P. Ryan, and <laughs> I saw your message, P. Ryan, or Rashad White for Boone, Algier, Latavius Murray. I dropped P. Ryan for Algier, but that's it. Um, I think I would rather... I think I would rather keep P. Ryan over Boone and Latavius Murray. And uh, Gronk said I have the wide receiver depth that I don't need in Waddle. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the one thing that you don't want to do, and this is this goes for any trade. This is everybody. Everybody pay attention, okay? Every single trade. Just because a player does not mean a lot to your team, it doesn't mean that's the way you should value them when they it doesn't mean that you shouldn't value them the way that the other team is going to value them cuz that's what this is all about it's about getting best value for your players trading is selling okay that's what this is about and we're not trying to sell for pennies on the dollar we're trying to get the most out of every player that we can okay thanks antonio for helping out with that that was the triple xlex question okay perfect Appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. That's why I need you guys as the mods for sure. I I appreciate the help guys. And if anyone else is interested in being a moderator on YouTube, just let me know in the chat and I can add you. uh, I can add you as a moderator because we're trying to keep it extra lit. And um, there's so much going on in the chat that I, I really need help from, from you guys. If something like that happens, just make that made it way easier. Okay. Let's see here. And uh, and Bogard said, uh, he said, bro, Teddy was able to support three wide receiver twos in Carolina. Right. But come on, man. If it wasn't for CMC not being there, that never would have happened. And their defense was so ass. Like, that's another thing. Like, <clears throat> Miami's defense is not ass. They're not going to be put in the same position where they're just going to like they're, they're not going to force him to throw it. Like, why would they like, look at what they're doing with the run game over there. It's just, it's a completely different ball of wax, completely different ball of wax. All right. M doggy said they are down. Boom. Put in another, uh, put in a, another comment M doggy. And uh, you should get the moderator. Um, you should have the moderator badge now as well. And has said really P Ryan, go back up and pick up Boone. Um, so why go pick up Boone or Murray? I can uh, 
I can go grab P Ryan. I would rather have P Ryan because he's he's just a part of a better offense. Like that's what this comes down to with these with these running backs. I don't want to get. I, I'm really not trying to target a running back who's on an ass offense versus someone who is you know like. It's not always just about the opportunity and the volume. I mean, we mentioned that. I mentioned that with Edmonds. It's not just about the opportunity and the volume because if it was, Raheem Mostert would be the guy who everybody would be on. But Edmonds is getting those fucking, those red zone looks. That's the thing with P. Ryan. Anything ever happens to Joe Mixon, it could even be him getting a long run or something like that. They trust P. Ryan in the red zone. And there we go. M Doggy said, let's go. Hell yeah. Got to keep it lit with the mods in the building. And Austin said, dude just offered me his Cooper for ETN. Hold, right? I would probably hold. I mean, if nothing else, that's just like very, very even. And in this, you know, like with all the RBs and everything going down, I'm not trying to move off an RB who just had his best week. Of, of the season, you know, like this is the worst time to trade Travis Etienne away because now it's like the potential that we wanted. We saw a little flash of it and we want more. I mean, we for sure want more of that. All right. And Antonio said, I saw yesterday you bumping Eminem during the stream. That was awesome. <coughs> <coughs> so one thing that we're doing now for the watch parties is we're literally going to be treating it like when we used to go to our friends' houses and we're just over there smoking hella weed. There's music bumping. You know, it's like a party. We're not even listening to the fucking football commentators because we're commenting on it, you know, more than they are. That's the kind of vibe that we're going to be bringing to these streams now. There is going to be talking, you know, for sure. But halftime show, Hella lit. We're getting music throughout the halftime shows. After party for these. We're doing, uh, we're all all bumping these um, different songs. Getting some Eminem going for sure. And um, one thing that's going to be dope, we're going to include the audience in this as well. You can leave super chats and treat us like your jukebox. So for halftime, you want to get a song going at halftime. You throw in a $10 super chat right before halftime kicks off. You tell us what song you want to play. I'm going to load it up. And then we're going to have that shit playing uh, right at halftime. And uh, the after show as well, you know, you throw down like 25 bucks. You get a three song playlist, you know, out there. We're just going to keep it extra, extra lit club vibes, you know, around here. It's all about, um, just having uh just having a dope stream. That's really all it's about. Having a dope stream with you guys and making sure that it's hella fun and that we uh that we just have more fun than any stream out there because uh, that's how we get down. And has said, hell yeah, let's fucking go. And M Doggy said 420 crew only would be lit. So I am there is gonna start being uh more just 420 crew streams only like member only like you have to be a youtube member to even chat in there that that is something that now that everyone realizes you know you can gift this uh the memberships and all that and that you can sign up for literally three dollars a month you know like we're gonna there's gonna be a bunch of exclusive 420 crew only um streams anybody can watch but only 420 crew members can actually uh, comment. So there is going to be more of that going down as well. 
And Antonio said, I never meant to give you mushrooms, girl. I never meant to bring you to my world. <laughs> such a classic, uh, such a classic jam. All right. I'm going to smoke this bowl. We'll get to the DBs. And uh, there's probably not many, too many DBs to actually cover here. I mean, uh, I, I've gone pretty deep the last couple weeks. So we'll just get some of the heavy hitters for the DB spots. All right, and Zach got in a question right before we jump back into the IDP waivers. Zach said, who won this trade? Sutton, Burks, Conklin for Kyle Pitts, Pittman, Corduroy, Patterson. I mean, shit, the Sutton side won. I mean, Corduroy, isn't he on IR? I've been out of... uh, I've been out of the loop for a couple days because of uh, crazy home life. But, uh, yeah, I mean, <coughs> Corduroy Pimpin's on IR. So if this is redraft, that side definitely lost. And Pitts has been trash outside of the one game that I said he wasn't going to be versus the Seattle Seahawks, who literally just give up ass to the tight ends. And Pittman, I mean, shit. Matt Ryan's looking like a failed experiment over there and yeah Pittman was great week one but outside of that it's been straight boo-boo and uh it's not been fun for anyone who was kind of high on Pittman I'm glad I wasn't as high on Pittman as other was because if I was I would have way more of him than AJ Brown but I was on the AJ Brown side of things because those guys were going in very similar um very similar areas ADP wise so yeah dude the Sutton Burks and uh, and Conklin side Conklin he's whatever but I mean, at least he did. Uh, at least he did decent, though. With uh, with what's his name? With Zach Wilson. I mean, eight points. You know, I mean, that's not horrible. Um, not amazing. You know, either. I mean, about half the points. You know, compared to uh, to what's his name? Um, to Joe Flacco, but shit. I mean, still went for three receptions for fifty-two yards. You go over 40 yards as a tight end. I mean, you, you're always going to be uh, potentially a tight end one. Ooh, Mike, what up, bro? He said, did you talk about the Seattle running backs, brother? I had to call and uh, and not sure if I missed it. You know what? We did not really talk about the, um, about the running backs over there. But, I mean, the thing that's kind of tough is it's, it's kind of all about Penny, right? I'm going to look and see, like, let's pull up everyone's uh, – like stats over here but uh yeah the seattle run game is just one of those things like like it's really until he gets hurt it's all gonna be about rashad penny you know but you look at the matchup detroit they're giving up so much on the ground like i mean that was for anyone penny truther or not we're playing the matchups more often than not in fantasy football. And the Detroit Lions are literally like the best matchup for your running backs to go up against. So, yeah, Penny, still kind of not a thing. Like, if you didn't play him during this week and he was just on your bench, like, don't chase those points. You know, try to sell him. Sell high on Penny if you can. Because I do think that Walker is going to take over. Just like uh, Hess said, I think Walker is going to pop soon. I said that Walker is going to be one of those second half guys. We're not to the second half of the season yet. 
we barely just got past like the first like almost quarter you know of the season we got about we got about i would say three to four more games of penny being the main guy i think when we get to week nine week ten that ken walker is going to be out touching uh rashad penny which is kind of hard to say in uh you know, I mean, they just went against the Lions, so that's another reason why he uh, he had one of his better games, Walker. And maybe he's getting a little bit closer, you know, to 100% as well. All right. Here we go. All right, let's get in to the DBs. The last position that we're going to talk about for your IDP waivers. If you guys haven't subscribed, if you're watching this on the replay and you haven't subscribed, shame on you. Smash the subscribe button right now. And you guys should be watching live like everyone in the chat right now who is watching live. is way more lit and watch live and get your questions answered as well. Let's get into these DBs right here. And... We got to start off. Let's see. We got to start off with. Yeah, let's mention him again. Uh, my man, Talanoa Hufunga. I believe that's how you say it. Dude has been killing it since week one. We've been talking about him forever. Uh, Bogey was someone talking about him in the uh, in the preseason, you know, just dynasty guys, all that kind of stuff. And he had an off week in week three, only had nine points. But outside of that, double digits, like every point, uh, every game went for like 27 points this past week. He's all over the place. And the dopest thing about it is they always have him getting in there, getting after the quarterback. So QB hits are always going to be a thing in the mix for Hufunga. All right. Mike Edwards. Like, how has his percentage not jumped up? I mean, we've been talking about him for three weeks, 11% rostered in redraft leagues. Going over 20 points in each of the last three weeks, he has 24 points in week two. A lot of it came from touchdowns. He had two interceptions, two touchdowns, you know, or or no, not, not two touchdowns. He had two interceptions, big time game, you know, for him. And then what's he do? Because he only had three tackles in that game. And they were like assisted tackles. They weren't even solos. But what's he do the next game? Puts himself on the map. 24 points again. But this one came via the tackle. He had 13 combined tackles. Nine of them were solos in week three. What does he do? In week four, he has the best game of his season. Goes out and throws up 26 points. 13 combined tackles again. Five solos. But he gets after the quarterback and gets a big time sack as well so mike edwards if you haven't grabbed him in the last couple weeks and we've been talking about him go out there and get him just do it now do it now let's let's play it smart here okay because uh we got to follow these trends and he's been trending up for the last three weeks that's for damn sure all right now how about who else can we get in the mix here oh okay so von bell talked about him last week talked about him the week before like in the last three weeks week two 17 points week three 20 points week four 30 points ever since i said go pick him up he's just done better and better and better and better and it's mostly coming from the solo tackles is what it's coming from and that's why we love it 30 points in uh in week four cincinnati 
They've, uh, they, they always have had solid safeties over there. And Von Bell is, uh, is fucking killing it over there right now. And uh, we got to love it, man. We got to love it. And Bogey said, how about Jesse Bates? Oh, Jesse Bates. Uh, he, no, he's, he's still, uh, let me see. What's Jesse? What did Jesse do? It's, uh, I mean, so this, that's what sucks. And you said finally had a decent game. Like, I mean, yeah, the last two weeks you threw up 14 points and 15 points, but this is not the Jesse Bates that we drafted. Von Bell is the dude to roster over there. And he has been for a while and uh, he, he's just killing it over there right now. So yeah, Jesse Bates, you only play in a league with like one DB or something. I mean, he honestly might be droppable. Um, I mean, we got to make these moves. I mean, Von Bell, he has, I mean, shit, he has so many points, you know, right now compared to Bates. I mean, he only has one game where he went under single digit uh, points over there. That That's kind of the issue with Bates is like half the games he's came up with single digit points, but at least he is on the uprise. Let's see. Uh, so Jordan Poyer, he may have been dropped. I, I mean, he was rostered in a bunch more um, leagues. Uh, right now rostered said in uh, 29% of redraft leagues. He was dropped massively because he wasn't anywhere close to being like under 30%. So it, just go check the waiver wire. See if he got dropped because he did throw up um, a stinker in uh, in week two, in week three, threw up the, uh, didn't play in week three, and then comes back, throws up 31 points in week four, threw up, um, you know, 20 plus points in week two. And uh, the news, at least that I see, is that he's, um, that, that he is expected to practice but we uh we shall see got to monitor that on our the news show on fantasy news today make sure you're tapping in here goes another safety for the jacksonville jaguars because jacksonville jaguars got a lot of dope of uh, of idp players and andre cisco we're gonna if cisco keeps becoming a thing we will get the thong song dropped for him and uh 19 points in week two eight points in week three 27 points in week four. So you got to love it. Just looking super, super solid out there and uh, match him up with Rashawn uh, or what's his name? Um, Jenkins over there. Jenkins has been super, super solid as well. Let me see what Jenkins did um, this week. Uh, 13 points for him. <coughs> Jenkins had his big week in week two week one and week three single digits and has a decent game in week four, but it's, it's been Cisco, you know, he's wanting to see that thong and he's wanting to get those tackles. And that's the thing is uh, he got, um, he's got two interceptions. Uh, Cisco does on the year. And then he had that. Uh, he was the one who had the pick six this past week and has said, Legarius Sneed is a beast too. Hell yeah. If you guys watch the show, you know how much me and bogey love Legarius Sneed and how much we've been talking about him. I mean, 20-plus points in each of the last two weeks. He had a big-time QB sack uh, this past week. But, yeah, tweaked his ankle a little bit, so we're going to have to monitor that. And, actually, he had a sack in each of the last two weeks, and that, that's just what we love. If we got a DB out there who's going to be rushing the quarterback and getting potential sacks, mix that in with potential INTs, like, oh, yeah, we're all about those guys. All right, how about Eddie Jackson? Only rostered in 8% of redraft league. So we're talking Chicago bears we're talking one of the shittiest offenses in the league. 
end. What do we like when, when a team has a shitty offense? What do we like? We like their IDP players. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make sure I get all you guys on these little isms that are going to be staples of this channel. And uh, people are really going to remember that. So you play on a team with shitty offense. We love your IDP players. Eddie Jackson, one of those guys that we love. Over uh, 20 points in each of the last two weeks. Go get him. Go get him, please, because he is so, so solid. And what's dope about Eddie Jackson is it's mostly coming from the tackles. I mean, pretty much his baseline is like 10, 10 combined tackles, and that's really what it's all about. That is really what it's all about, that 10-point baseline. Let's see. Who are some other guys that we could talk about? Uh, well, Honey Badger finally has his coming out party. You know, he's kind of been whatever so far, but he had a big time interception, you know, had a bunch of combined tackles as well. So he's only rostered in 25% of leagues. Like each week he's been drop, 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 drop. This is going to be the week where he probably gets back up on the horse. You know, people start uh, drafting him um, a bunch as well. Let's see. How about, okay. How about Deshaun Elliott? So now that Tracy Walker went down, there's going to be other guys who are just going to be bumping up a little bit and Deshaun Elliott over double digit points in each of the last three weeks. But this past week had a huge game, 20 total points had nine solo tackles on the week. So Deshaun Elliott, he's rostered in like 1% of leagues. Nobody knows who the fuck this guy is. Go pick him up. Detroit, their uh, their defense is on the field a lot. I like it a lot. Ooh, one guy who I finally get to talk about, because until now, it was kind of like get him off your squad. And in a couple redraft leagues and uh, dynasties, I benched him everywhere. Nazir Adderley finally coming through with a decent game here. Outside of that, I mean, he had like 19 points this past week. It was really, uh, I mean, finally something that we could kind of like hang our hat on i mean week one was okay for him but these past two weeks i mean shit like five points or less two weeks in a row like that's just something that we really don't like especially out of of a safety position and uh (laughs) i wonder if michael carter okay so this is crazy so the jets I, i don't know if you guys know they have a michael carter on offense and they have a michael carter on defense It was like they just had to have every Michael Carter. Like, wait, did we get the right Michael Carter earlier? Or do we got we got to get this other guy now too? Yeah, we so they got two Michael Carters on their squad. He had a nice coming out party um, this this past week. He had uh, it was about nineteen points that he had, I believe. Hold on, where the hell is it? Yeah, 17 points this past week. So maybe it's a little bit of a coming out party. It was, uh, he had an INT was what it was. He's always been getting like around three or four um, tackles like per week. But this week, you know, he mixes in an INT and then boom, 17 points for the week. So yeah, Michael Carter, the D, the DB Michael Carter on the Jets. <laughs> we got two Josh Allens in the league. We got two Michael Carters in the league. And let's see here. Who else we got? Because there's a lot of guys that we can mention, but I'm really just trying to mention guys who we think we can pick up and start is what it is. And this one's a little crazy because we're getting into some, uh, getting into some cornerbacks here for the Niners. 
people throw on the Niners a lot. And uh, how do I even say his name? Dio Madori Lenore, something like that. L-E-N-O-I-R. Number 38, cornerback for the for the Frisco uh for the Frisco Niners. Has a really has a really decent game in week three, and then has a decent game in week four. It's really just Really, I mean, with him, it's going to be about the opportunity. Teams are not really going to like run that much on San Fran because they they just hold it down. So he has 13 points in week three, and then he has 22 points in week four because he mixed in a QB sack as well. So not sure how to pronounce his name, but I like his stats. Let's get him out there, Lenore. And... You know what? Let's get another uh, cornerback in here, Denzel Ward. As uh, I mean, the way that you score points on De- on Cleveland is by throwing at the cornerbacks, especially the the, the wide out, the out wide wide receivers and all that. And Denzel Ward, he's just holding it down with the tackles <coughs> and the and the turnovers. Week three, twenty five points, had a forced fumble, had a TD. And then week four versus Atlanta has a big INT, throws down 18 points. I mean, really, it's about it's about the game scripts. You know, with IDP, if we can understand the game scripts a little bit better. Because I hate the people who are like, oh, IDP so random. It's random if you don't know what the fuck you're looking for. So we're, with IDP, it's all about the game script. That's really what it's all about. And what is the game script when you go up against... Uh, Cleveland, you throw it on them because they're hard, they're easier to throw on than they are to run on, and they're going up against the Chargers. He's either going to be covering, I mean, Mike Williams or Keenan Allen if he plays, and then probably a combination of both. All right, let's see any other players worth mentioning because I mean, there's going to be guys like Patrick Sertan, you know, um, who were on people's waiver wires, you know, I mean, he has one big game, but he's more of a shutdown corner you know, than anything. Like when it comes to these DBs, if we're just playing DBs, you're really trying to get safeties in there, not necessarily the corners, unless it's corners who are getting after the QBs, um, corners that, you know, like like Legereus Sneed, for example. He plays cornerback. Everybody throws on the Kansas City Chiefs. That's why he gets a shit ton of tackles. All right. And there you have it. There's the IDP waiver wire video. If you're watching this on replay and you didn't subscribe, subscribe. Everyone who's watching now live, and if you're watching on the replay, go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go subscribe everywhere, including the podcast. Appreciate you guys for checking out the IDP waivers for week five. Boom. All right. There we go. Now I'll be able to chop that clip up. And uh, Bogey, if you're listening, hop back on if you want to uh, rock waivers until the end. And uh, Mike said, uh, Roger McCreary has the most defensive tackles for the Titans in the last three weeks. Let's see where McCreary is at. Damn, killing it. Um, 22 points in week two, 22 points in week three, and then 14 points in week four for, uh, for McCreary. So yeah, there you go. And, uh, and let me see McCreary, who are they going up against, uh, this week? They're, they're going up against the commanders and we like, we always like linemen versus the commanders. 
<laughs> Everyone's hyped over there. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, and it is Lenore. And you know what's crazy is that's one of those ones that, like, John, you know, like for a while, it's like, okay, it's John Lynch. You know, he'd be making, you know, he does John Lynch things. Like him and Shanahan, they'd be swinging for the fences on their guys. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's one of their guys. Yeah. Like drafting them, like, you know, where it's like, whoa, who's that guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on. Ain't nobody knew who the fuck Brandon Ayuk was. No. They drafted him in the first round. They're like, who the fuck is Brandon Ayuk? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but Lenore's, he's another case of one of those. You know what I mean? Because we, we, we've been badly in need of, of corner help. You know what I mean? I mean, that's why we even brought in Traverius Ward. You know what I mean? Right, right. And now our fucking secondary is nasty. Yeah, and I, I don't know how good or bad, you know, Lenore is as a cover cornerback or anything. But uh, he is the I, greatest, but he's very he's a ball hawker, you know what I mean? And that corner blitz shit, that goes back to him at college, you know what I mean? Like, he, you know, they, you know, who, uh, whoever his D coordinator was back then was using him like that. Kind of like LeJerry Schneed, you know what I mean? When I was going to say, I like it better if he's not, you know, a great shutdown corner. As long as he's a tackle. Mm -hmm, he's going to get the tackles. You go you for, know you know, and like, I might be able to take a big interception back to the house because he goes for a mm -hmm. home run. You know, some shit and like that, that. that's the guy, that, that's the guy uh, uh, offenses are going to pick on because he's, you know, he's a sophomore. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then like he's opposite Traverius Ward, who's you know our you know oh we, he's the guy that gets designated to the number one uh, receiving Always. options. Yep. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and even um, I mean, does Lenore play the slot more often than not? Um, man, I got I'll I'll take a look. I haven't looked at that to see where uh I have. Seen, I'll be honest with you, the only one I really paid attention to was Hufanga. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, having snaps man. playing and like. The, even even him, like you know, what I'm saying, um, I mean, even him, uh, even Lenore, I think, uh, damn, what's our I'm trying to remember our we have a nickel, Mos was it Mosley who plays? Yeah, the nickel? We had Mo yeah, yeah, we had Mosley, uh, we had Mosley playing nickel, you know, what I mean, and, so, and I, you know what, and here's the thing, it, it doesn't matter because I just looked at their snap counts, they all, all, they all play all the time, they all yeah. played 100% of the yeah. snap this past week. I was and the only reason why Lenore didn't play in week two or whatever, he caught the vid, and um. But I mean, now it looks like he's back. Let me see. He came back with a vengeance. Yeah, because he only played 50% of the snaps in week three and then got in there 100%. But I mean, I guess the Rams do run a lot of three wide receiver sets. Well, but a lot of NFL teams run a lot of three wide receiver sets. So that's what we like. And they don't even got a third wide receiver. <laughs> ben Scroenick or whatever. <laughs> the or whatever you're fucking. There's name. even another guy they've been trying to mix in. Powell? Well, I mean, see what it is. I, I think Powell was actually drafted by the Chiefs, if I remember correctly, and they cut him. I saw this meme. It was so funny. It was like the the Los Angeles Rams really out here putting all these receivers on the field, just so you don't know where Cooper Cup is. Right? All the white guys. <laughs> and uh, Steel Tony GM on Twitch, what up? DE question for you. Do I go with Sam Hubbard or Trey Hendrickson? Trey looked unstoppable against the Jets, but then a bagel versus Miami. See, that's the thing that, that Miami got a good line. Well, and it's not just about the good line, you know, either. Like both of these guys are like they play the exact same, they play the exact same position on opposite sides. But they're, they're like, the only white boy DE tandem. <laughs> but they're the they're the exact opposite of each other like that's the thing that kind of sucks like Hendrickson he is more of like a boom bust guy like he's like 
he's a home run hitter or you strike out. You know, that that's yeah. really like what it is. So when he has these big ass games like he had in week three, you know, where he fucking blew up for <laughs> points. But then the other three weeks he has single digit points. That's the set. Sam Hubbard's more reliable. He's got the, the higher floor, lower feelings. Yeah. And like, I mean, he just got the he got tackles on his resume. That's what it that that's what it is. Like Hubbard's going to be the guy who uh, who will get in coverage a little bit yeah. more. He'll 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 go he'll, out. He'll get in the ring game. Yeah, uh, Hendrickson's yeah. not that guy. Like he's mostly yeah. just going after. Yeah. See, look at this is her thing right now. She just like like why you want to sit on the ground and she like booty scoots around. <laughs> booty scooting Cam Newton. <laughs> I'm like yo. So and then sometimes you'd be booty scooting like a ninja, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna step on her. I'm like, yo, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and there we go. Yep. Shield Pony said true, true. So it's it's tough because both guys are great, but it's really gonna be about playing the matchups, is what it is. Because if it's not a good like matchup for Hendrickson, like the team doesn't have a weak line. You know, shit like that'll probably just play Hubbard. The team that gives up a shit ton of sacks. Who, who do the Bengals got this week? Uh, they got they got the Ravens. Mar doesn't take. They got the Ravens. So, so I'm I, I would I would choose Hubbard in this one because that this is probably a game. It's a back and forth game. You know what I mean? When, if there's a game I could definitively say they're they're gonna win this game, the Bengals. Then I would like Trey Henderson because then he'll be able to tee off. If they're playing with a lead, you know what I mean? Right. This could be a game that they're playing from behind. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm you know, when, when it's just like, you know, when your offense is playing from behind, you abandon the run. In this case, when your defense is playing from behind, they abandon the pass rush. Well, I just mentioned it. One of the ways that we really get ahead in the IDP world is kind of understanding game scripts before it happens. Mm -hmm. That literally goes into it, you know, right yep. there. If it's a game that you think the Bengals are going to be winning, yeah, Trey Hendrickson's going to be awesome. He's not going to have to mm -hmm. think about nothing. QB no, he just, just kill the QB. Yeah. So that's really what it's all about, understanding game scripts, learning these if, game scripts. If I didn't know he was white, you read the name, he's definitely black. <laughs> Trey Hendrickson. Well, I mean, come on. Sam Hubbard. I mean, Sam Hubbard, that's the Scientologist. You know what I mean? We got Cuba Hubbard and a Sam Hubbard. You know what I mean? Those, this is Scientologist right there. Hey, y'all, oh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, first time chatter on Twitch. What up? What up? Uh, I Bruce 10. He said, uh, should I accept DK and Godwin for Waddle? I don't want to get rid of Waddle, but Javante ACL has me in a bind and I need a flex. What should I do? Okay, so he's gonna bring over D he's gonna bring over DK and Godwin. Yeah, and trade away Waddle. I mean, but for, it's a case by case scenario or situation. I would in this case, I would do it. He needs he said he needs a flex. You know what I mean? Uh, Javante going down. So I'm assuming that you have the RB help um, to where at least you have two RBs and Javante. It didn't matter. But the flex, totally know what you mean about that. And I'd be willing to do that, especially with Teddy B. I, I mean, I, I think he's just going to pepper the shit out of him. I think, he's, I, I think it's such a concentrated target market share between the two guys. I'd be more worried about getting hot seeing Kasiki steal it from either of those guys. I'm okay with Waddle and and Hill. And it's only a week. And it's against the Jets. 
Waddle will be the guy that's in the slot. That outside coverage is going to be nasty on Hill, and they're going to give him the double, triple coverage love. You know what I mean? I mean, it's kind of hard to double, double and triple cover um, Tyreek when they're when the run game's so decent, though. Yeah, I mean, if, if you look at their run game, it's really just the amount of times they rush the ball so they can so, so they could build up that play action. You know what I mean? But the, I mean, but is that not like exactly what they're doing? Like they run good enough to where you got to respect the play yeah, action. for sure. I mean, because you know, no one respects DJ Mostert. Fuck no. <laughs> Mostert on a beat, huh? <laughs> no way. Nobody respects him over there. And Mike said, I already lost my two uh, top picks in the multiverse. Damn it. He said, glad I picked up Gino, okay, and spent the $75 there. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Who, who did he? So Gino was just floating around out there? Well, I mean, that was the thing, though. Remember? Like, he didn't even get drafted. I don't even know if anyone drafted him. Oh, uh, yeah, because it was kind of decision. Hey, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He came up on Gino. Like, that's like, like, you know what's crazy? Gino's you doing can what only... he wanted us to do. Just throw it at the two guys you got. Because uh, yeah, and, and for everyone who doesn't know about this league, you can only roster one QB. There's literally 32 teams in this league, and you can only roster one QB. You don't have to play a QB. So not even every starting QB was drafted. Hey, my team kind of went crazy this week. I'm, about, I, I'm I'm glad I flattened out. I flattened out the 500, and I feel good. I'm like, let's fucking go. Yeah, I would say my team. Hey, this kid is sneaky. I'm like, what is she drinking? She got a hold of the uh, of her sister's water bottle. <laughs> this fool, oh, she got water all over. Her. You okay? My team did. Uh, my team did pretty good. Um, I scored second highest in the league. Oh no, no, no. Oh, oh, so so you so you just did high? No, I messed up. I, I scored first highest in the league. Two hundred and twenty. Oh my god. This is all right. I thought I did good. What would you put up like three bills? Two uh two twenty-nine. Okay, what did I do? Oh no, I did like oh I thought I put up two bills in that joint. Oh no, I didn't like you. Hey, 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 hey. Trying to make a break for the stairs. You put up 182. Okay, I must be. I'm I think I might have been mistaken it. Feel good about it though. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, that's a baby. See, you know, it's weeks like this that I'm like, all right, finally the fantasy football got no! down on me. <laughs> 229. But then I go up against Blake, who uh, his team put up 80 points. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, man, Blake's a fool with it. <laughs> My team balled out, though. Uh, Joe Mixon, Josh Jacobs, Matt Ryan, Matt Milano, Michael Walker, your boy Hufunga. My team did so good that I got Alan Robinson, uh, oh. Alan Lazard on the bench. Didn't even care. Didn't even make a difference. Oh, no. Oh, oh my thing knocking everything down. Hey, get upstairs. Hey. Oh, shit. Did she knock me out of the scene? No, you're good. You're good. Oh, okay. This girl's crazy, bro. Antonio said my team sucked this week. I had the Ravens fullback and damn, no RBs. Oh man, said that. No Monty Burns. I scored the lowest. Well, I don't think you scored the lowest. Uh, but Blake, Blake scored eight. I don't think anyone else had uh, non triple digits. Damn, I don't think I'm ever going to play Blake in this league. I'm like, I want to play him. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of teams that did really bad, you know. Um, but uh, you know, Kingpin's holding it down. 
Bernie Mac killed it, 225 points in there as well. Oh, that's the number two guy on the week? Yeah. I'm holding it down for Universe One. There's no team, zero teams in Universe One that have a losing record. That's fucking insane. And there's only two teams in the league that are 4-0 right now also. How many? Two. I'm one of them. Well, you, you seem to be handling it gracefully. No, I'm <laughs> We're doing all right. That's it. We're doing all right. We got to have... Uh, we got. I this mean, is one of those ones you got to talk shit, though, because this is 32 savages right here. All maybe savages. actually, maybe about twenty, maybe about twenty-six. <laughs> maybe about twenty-six out of them. There's a couple that might have slipped through the cracks. I mean, maybe, but I, I still think everyone. I mean, shit, straight savages in here. Well, you're set. You already qualify if you're in this league. Period. Oh yeah, because uh, it's a real degenerate league. Yeah, we already had multiple people who were like, "Nah, I, I can't even throw my money away like that." Because <laughs> I mean, first off, fantasy. That's legit. Everyone that turned me down said that. Yeah, well, I mean, you think about it. I mean, fantasy football in general, if you're in a 12-team league, it means you have an 8% chance of winning. If you're in a 32-team league, I mean, that puts you to a 3% you know, chance of winning. So the odds of winning are just not in anyone's favor either way. You make you got to make your own luck in the Mar Marvel Multiverse. And if it's your destiny, it is your destiny. And do you fuck with uh, uh, Vincent, De Vincent Denio? I can't remember his name. The dude, he, he was in SV. He was in a, a Law and Order SV unit. I have no idea. He's, he's a Jewish cat. He has kind of has the squinty eyes, and like he's but he's a phenomenal actor. He was also the guy in Full Metal Jacket that blows his brains out in the bathroom. Yeah, man, I do not remember Full Metal Jacket. Oh, okay, what do you say? Vincent Denio, Vincent DeMaio or Denio, whatever it is, but I think he's like a Jewish Italian actor, but he's okay. phenomenal as the kingpin. Like he plays the kingpin in the Marvel uh, in all the Marvel shit. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, as said, I'm 0-4 in one of the leagues. I mean, yeah, it sucks being 0-4. Uh, I, I know I may have one. I think I only I have, like, one team where I'm – well, I wonder – I have one 0-4 team, and I'm the reigning champion. Shout out to the heart-to-start game. So does the – okay. Honest question for you, Bogey. If I'm uh, the vampire in a vampire league and I'm 0-4 oh, – Yeah, you're me not going to go – Yeah, I, I think it's looking bad gonna... for you. <laughs> but you know what, though? Here's the thing. As long as you are unaffected by these bye weeks and, like, you, you're the guy who gets the crack at everything, like, you, know, you get to make up all the pick all the pickups. So it's like, you know what I mean? You could really repair yourself and then beat, beat up on people and take from them during these bye weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really like now, like the guy who, you know, if Jonathan Taylor doesn't play and I, I'm able to swoop Hines, you know, like stuff like that. Like that's where these injuries really start screwing people. Yeah. Damn, this kid is fast, bro. I just turned away for one second. She's on the top of the stairs. <laughs> Get tired, actually. And M Doggy said, add me in that one, please. So there's a waiting list to get into this one, but I will add you to the waiting list. Hey, you know what? And, and, and you know what? We'll put him at the top of Bogey's waiting list. How about that? <laughs> I got, I got. You know, there's some motherfuck motherfuckers in there that we might need, and they're not gonna come back. So you know what I mean? We. Well, I mean, first off, we already know that there's gonna be yes. uh, a bunch of people who don't no, want to come back. 
there might be a couple people who just get voted off the island, you know, because uh, your team didn't do good enough to where you get to return to this savage league, you know? Some people just have bad luck. But, uh, what it is. You're growling at me for. Antonio said I'm 0 4 in the number four. Uh, let me see. I, I think that might be one of those leagues where I'm 0 and 4 as well. Yeah, my team trash there, and I keep uh, – I lost to TJ, and it was in honor of Stu. So, yeah, that's why he whooped on me. You know what's funny is that, like, um, man, my, I, I think I, I, strung, I strung one together or two together last two weeks for Stu's team. Like, I got to do work in that league, man. Allen Robinson is who's hurting me in all these leagues. <laughs> He's bad. I mean, you know – Until further notice. I would say buy low on Allen Robinson, but I would just say look out for him on the waiver. Somebody's going to drop him, and it's going to happen, and it's going to happen sooner than later, dude. It has to. This is the same thing that happened with Bobby Tree. I mean, Stafford just maybe if you're not right, it's just like he's like you know he needs to build the chemistry with you. He he only played in the most blackest city in America for hella long, but he only looks for the white guys. Yeah, he's like where's Theo Riddick at? Here's the thing that's kind of crazy. Like in this one, number four, my IDPs are just so sad, but nobody ever really wants to play and nobody ever wants to trade for like IDP players. But I've got like IDP on top of IDP, like on top of top of top of IDP. Um, like if we put all my offensive players versus all my defensive players, my defense outscores my offense like insanely. Damn. That's not any good though. No, and I mean, it's Jeff Wilson Jr., Kareem Hunt, Noah Brown, Allen Robinson, George Kittle. You know, they didn't do shit. I did have single oh, that kid, that fucking tough. I lost by two points to Smokey in one of our joints, bro. Fucked up my undefeated streak because that Kittle fucking touchdown didn't count. And he clearly stepped out, but I was just like, ah, it cost me a win, so I'm biased. And uh, has said my stew squad is one and three with hoping she would pull some strings up there for the squad, but not yet. So that the one of the things that really was like that one was probably the biggest challenge for for any manager was the number one. But has you weren't it that kind of by default, you know, that was one of the ones he, he ended up with that one. Yeah, but which is also fitting. Like now you're in the first hustler dynasty league like ever created. You know, that was another thing. Like Stu wanted to be in all those ones and. He just happened to draft. We drafted so early that the Deshaun Watson news hadn't even happened yet. And he drafted Deshaun Watson like fourth overall. And he was playing catch up ever since, making hella trades, you know, trying to just make up for this Watson news. And uh, kind of hasn't happened yet. That's another thing, too, is like in Dynasty, I learned this the hard way. And I was already aware of it, but like, Sometimes, man, it's, you just got to recognize this might not be your year and you start idling by to make these massive moves to help you because people are trying to win and they'll do things out of desperation to try to win. And you be that guy like, hey, give me all your picks next year and then I'll give you this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, say so I'm not saying ever someone's going to do that. But, you know, there's a lot of instances where you get towards the middle of the season or even now say you're 0-4. And, you know, your team ain't getting no better. And, you, and you know, what I mean, you might have two or three strong pieces. You can wait. And move those pieces and get you know get some uh some depth and some picks. And I already told you in uh, that the one league where it's like I'm doing the worst out of all the leagues, like it's the Hustler Four. So not only am I Owen Four, but I also have the, the worst schedule. I have the most points against out of any team by far, by like more than a hundred. Oh. 
Oh no, actually, there's one other. The Bushwhackers is also over 1,400 points against. But well, speaking of Bushwhackers, continue to look out for our new sponsor, Manscaped. It is coming. It is coming. coming. Real world we, just, we had a little bit of sm- a little snazu in the promo code, but we're we're getting it together. Shout out no, to our sponsor. Well, and here's one thing uh, of what they told me. So they want to get uh, they want to get me the actual gear so we can show it. Yeah, you know, uh, while we're doing it, and uh, so that's what's pushing it back a couple. And I told them, just uh, I, I said our following works a little bit differently, and I'm live streaming every day. So if we can get that promo code active, we won't even count those as our official live leads or whatever. But we know that people are going to want to buy these, you know, so we talk about it. Mm-hmm. So. Gotta have the smoothest balls this side of Mississippi. Hey, need those things smooth as a bushwhackers is what they'll call us. <laughs> We're the opposite of bushwhackers now. We're the opposite. Very clean right. Very clean cut balls. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Antonio said, don't worry. You're playing me next week in the WWF for Battle of the Windless. It's gonna be a fight to the death. <laughs> bro, be- hey bro, hey, y'all should just try your best to match the projection and see if you can get an unprecedented tie. I mean, it's almost like who can play the worst, uh, who can play the worst lineup and lose. I mean, you guys might as well just have it a race to first pick overall. Antonio's projected to beat me, of course. I bet he sells up the craziest week of the season, too. Look at this, bro. She just likes to grab toys and just pile them up everywhere. Oh, you know what it's going to be. Here's what I just saw her carrying this bunch of toys. She just sets it on the ground, walks away. (laughs) Here's what's going to mess me up next week. I'm going up against C.D. Lamb. Stu is going to know that this is a game against Antonio, and he's going to make C.D. Lamb go off. What do you mean C.D. Lamb's been going off? He's been all right. He hasn't been going off. He went off last week. Yeah, week three. Hits? Okay, how about this? His target market share. He still hasn't gone over 100 yards. Like that, That's what I mean. Like, you know, like he's doing good for fantasy, but he hasn't gone he, off. He's up there with the air yards too. Like, you know, it's just, it's, you know, Cooper Rush is a backup. He sucks. You know what I mean? Like, right. but they tried to get it to him. You know what I mean? Hey, where'd you, where'd you guys put my other shoe? I got I'm these. Not- I only wear these inside. They're like my good luck shoes. I don't know. She puts the other one somewhere, right? Oh, crazy. What up, Don? He said, hey. He said, hey, y'all, how do I get into one of your leagues next year? I want to play. Y'all fire. 420. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And, hey, uh, it's easy, man. Sign up to 420. Oh, yeah. Tell them the website, man. Yeah, you go to 420crew.org. That is what it's all about. You join the 420 crew on Patreon. And we literally start drafting. Like, well, first off, we're going to be like, okay. Get ready for this. For those who don't know, fantasy football doesn't stop after week 17 for the Hustler and the 420 crew. It only takes a one-week break. Week 18, we're not doing shit. Week 19, week one of the playoffs. Well, week 18 is still going down for, like, guillotine and stuff like that. But, yeah. No, that's- no, no, no. It doesn't. It ends in week 17. Oh, we're – okay, good. Thank God. Yeah, any league that I'm commissioning or a part of, I don't play in week 18. That's the hey, I'm feeling we- really good. I'm alive in that guillotine right <laughs> I got to go check, but I'm pretty sure I'm alive too. Skating by. Um, Yeah. But so the first chance that you can get to play in a hustler league is going to be for the NFL playoffs. It's usually like a 30, a 30 to $40, like an entry fee. Get it. And uh, I'll come right now. And uh, yeah, (coughs) 
That's the first time you're going to get a shot to play. We literally start drafting Dynasty Leagues days after the Super Bowl. We're drafting from two or three days after the Super Bowl up until when the season starts and the entire time in between. The offseason is lit and it's all about drafts. So, 420crew.org. If you're not on it, get on it right now because it's not just about the leagues. It's about the entry into these uh, jersey yeah, raffles. Give it, study. give it to me. It's about getting first cracks at the Q&A, all this stuff, and uh, 420crew.org. Join the crew officially. And Michael Joseph said, I'm trying to sign up too. First timer. There we go. Medically induced patient here signing up for next year. Hell yeah. Yeah, smoke hey, it up for you, bro. We be, hey, we be medicated all day. You know what I mean? I wake up in the morning, I gotta go fire up my medicine. Wanna say hi to everyone? Come up here, noble. Come say hi. Oh, wait. There we go. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let's get this out of the way. Boom. Noble in the house. What up, young noble? Oh, yeah. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna get up out of here. Go join the crew. Join the 420 crew on YouTube so you get access to all the dope emojis as well. The link is in the chat. Joining up on Patreon or in uh, YouTube gets you entries into all the jersey raffles, like uh, like the Joe Mixon jersey raffles going down at the end of the month. We're out. Peace out, Daddy Daycare on the rise. Peace, everybody. Peace. Defense. On me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.